0: Okay, I want to introduce you to,
1: and I have a couple of housekeeping items. Curly, oh can God, I just make your laugh a soundtrack? <laughs> it's you. such a good laugh. It's it like feels a little fake because yes. it's so good. Oh my God. Um, I have housekeeping items before I introduce you to, but I want to introduce you to. Yes. Guys, me. we have Curly, one of my dearest, dearest BuzzFeed friends. I love you, I love you, so, much. I love you so much. And you're also, can I say what you're yeah, doing you can say now? Anything. Oh, and yeah, you're also consult producing on a hit stars Ooh. show mm-hmm. vita
2: yes i don't know if it's consult producing because oh. that word producer is so oh. it's different it's, c- in that consulting? world but i'm consulting yeah okay, whatever because for us in like my we're eyes like... <laughs> are consult producing and i don't care what you have always said. been such a champion for me kelsey and says such a, you've always been such a champion since Stop, day one don't make me I love cry so already much. we have it's like true. an hour
1: yes which uh, is why I love and, you. and the
3: goal is to make you cry no
1: i'm going to oh and i should also preface this with saying uh, Curly and I recorded an episode l- with this exact title like a year and a half ago uh-huh. when I still had adult shit, but I couldn't publish it because it was the week the podcast ended. So technically BuzzFeed owned it. So Curly was nice enough oh, to, to re- come back wow. and you're basically redoing <laughs> No, but thank you for having me, truly. I love you. I would never do this conversation without you. And to my right... You guys have never met him. Maybe you've seen him in my Instagram stories. Yay. My Yay. co-host from Dating No Filter <gasps> yeah. on E! Yeah. Zach And also, like, recent new very close friend. I yeah, I yeah. That. I mean,
3: it's been a gift of the show. You know, it yeah. like, brought us together and we, like, have a true friendship
2: you know you when you just
1: click with motherfuckers yeah when you meet them
3: and that's so good when you're working together
1: because yeah. that's what you
3: want that's what you want
1: exactly the, i
3: mean the chemistry that we have
1: we like we oh, we've met that, like on the first day of shooting and we were just like okay now we're this, best friends yeah this
3: weird kindred spirit we were like I fuck everyone that. else mm-hmm. yeah the world, we're gonna take over What's the world your sign again leo
0: oh leo
2: Binky. leo and
1: then i forget my world got turned upside down because i always thought i was a gemini rising but i just found out i'm a taurus
2: oh that makes sense Your work ethic. That makes a Mm -hmm. lot of sense. Thank you. It, like the best work ethic over Stop, here. I imagine. I don't.
1: Everyone says that. Look uh, at this. Setup. T- I know you can't. <laughs> oh, she denies. Setup, if you're not watching this on youtubecom slash Derry you can't see that we've moved the podcast studio into my own living room. I love it. I used to go down to a studio in Culver City, and honestly, darlings, if you're not from Los Angeles, you don't know that that is just too far. It's, it's like painful. a girl. It's like closer
2: where I live, it. so I love Culver.
1: Oh fuck. Well, I'm it. sorry. No, I love it. You're no, no, no. I'm the from Guinea pigs.
2: I love it. This okay. is great. I'm like all. All over LA. That's why I, I'm mm-hmm. all you're about an it. bitch. I'm we'll get into that because
1: I want to hear that story. But mm-hmm. I do have a couple of housekeeping items that I need to just go over very quickly. First, I was just on Is This Adulting podcast with Chris and Steven. You guys should go check that out. They talk a lot about mental health. And if you're into that kind of podcast, go listen to mine. They also just did an interview with Ella from BuzzFeed, who you guys all know and love. Go mm-hmm. check that out. Um, so on Hannah Hart's podcast, I Nope, on my podcast that Hannah Hart (laughs) was guesting on, (laughs) I had mentioned, I had called, I think, another country a third world country. And Mama did not know that that is not PC anymore. You are not supposed to call places. Third world countries. Go, oh,
3: of no. <laughs> yeah, countries. Like you
1: fucking idiot. <laughs> You're supposed to call them developing countries. And so I looked up this NPR article that was written back in twenty fifteen. So I've been off the fucking boat for a while, dude. I really haven't known about this uh way of talking. Um, but they they say that by calling it a third world, it's basically putting it in third place, therefore making it sound like a poorer country and more impoverished. And and some people are saying if you're not going to call it developed, call it colonizer or co- uncolonized uh, oh, country. That, like sounds, that, that sounds worse for yeah, some reason. I
3: feel
2: like de- Why?
1: scientists said to call it that.
2: Uncolonized?
1: Like uh, col- it, uh, colonizer. That seems
3: like it's waiting for us to make something Mm. of it isn't it like That's a col-
2: colonizer like I'm
1: just giving you options guys yes. <laughs> it's, this I've, isn't my take totally. I, I feel like developing. I wouldn't even use
2: those terms to be honest like I wouldn't even be like it's developed like we're all kind of developing in a way like even the U.S. right now we're all developing like that
1: was absolutely the scientist's yeah. point is that it, she was like you can't call it developing either because even the quote-unquote developed countries are problematic and yeah. systemically just blocked. call it the
2: name of the country
1: okay and then said then Curly, you it heard it here that. first <laughs> um, the second thing i wanted to bring up was to send us an email if you have a subject you want to talk about or if you have a question i apparently haven't sorry just had bubbly water wow. i haven't been plugging so in good. enough <laughs> thank you it's confidently podcast no wait confidently insecure podcast at yes. gmail.com you're doing so well guys new studio new setup new i main. love it <laughs> Um, and I'm supposed to put a call out to our Instagram, which is at confidently pod. We are so close to 10,000 followers. And when we hit 10,000, we get to use swipe up links.
2: <gasps> wow.
1: We get swipe up. Yes. I thought so you were gonna say something account. like we're
2: going to show a nipple. <laughs> You're like, no. Honestly, I'm sure I'm, that's happened already. I'm really close to
1: half a million on Instagram. And my boyfriend was like, just do something that'll like put you over the edge. And so I'm thinking about putting my nipples on my Instagram. That'd be kind of cool. Can, but you yeah. can't.
3: It'd be like a momentary
0: thing.
1: Yeah. But then... Okay. Okay. Yeah, hit okay. half a million. And then sure. you
3: can be like
2: free the nipple, da 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 happy yeah. one milli. Yes. Here's to one million motherfuckers looking at my nipple. Well, I'm it, I'm only I'm half, half a million. million. No, when you get to Mill. Oh, the milli. Is it for oh the milli? so
1: you think I should wait until I hit
2: Oh, what were you saying when you get the half million? Half million. Milli. I mean, look, you like, help me get to the million. I'll show you. Maybe my show nipple? one and then show the other one. <laughs> my <laughs> my nipples aren't that exciting,
1: unfortunately. <laughs> um, okay, now let's get to the real part of the podcast. Uh, I'm sure you, some of my viewers are shooketh by the title of this episode. So I wanted to just take a moment and say yes uh this episode is about sobriety and myself getting my journey to being sober Uh and i wanted to bring two of my loveliest people that i knew together to also talk about it so i kind of want to let's start with curly because i feel like i know a little bit more about your story but can you talk about how old you are how long you've been sober (laughs) Where are you from? Age I know. I was like,
3: what does that have to do I'm with like, anything? <laughs> I'll get to it. I'll get, I'll
1: get to why I think the age matters. Okay, fuck oh, it. No, I'll no, just no, say now, no. I think age matters because a lot of my listeners are between the ages of like 15 and 30. Uh-huh. And I feel like five years ago, if I saw the title, like getting oh, sober, question oh, mark, I'd be absolutely. like, fuck you, I'm having fun. Like, yeah. not, I wouldn't
3: even click yeah. on it. Maybe. And I wouldn't even click on it. Yeah, and probably. I kind
1: of think that we'll get into the age conversation, but Curly, I want to hear... Where you're from, like what was your upbringing like and when did your relationship with alcohol begin?
2: Um I'm from
3: Hollywood, born and raised
1: like, on Woo.
2: Melrose and Vine. Woo. That is oh, crazy. That's wild. <laughs> that's Melrose a niche and Vine, yeah. comment, like but
3: I don't even know what's there. It's like a. It's a
2: pavilions. There used to be a Popeyes back in the day. Oh my and a god! I know exactly. <laughs> there's a Panda Express in that pavilions. Yes, exactly. Yeah, so that's where I'm from. Now that I've been, but no. not that I've had anything from there, <laughs> but I just hear. Yeah, for um, the grapevine. Yeah, I'm queer, Central American Salvadorian. Uh, I think the first time I ever had alcohol was, of course, like a lot of Latin families, like your uncle is like here, try you know, really try this, and you have a little swig of a beer, and you're like,
1: was it beer? Do you remember?
2: It was definitely beer, and I was like. Ugh, that's awful, and I never <sighs> mm-hmm. did it again. The time that I did really do it was um, on my way to the senior prom. I was a junior, and I went with, like, the it kind of kids. Ooh, were, you, were you a part seniors. of the it? I was, like, not a part of their crew because they were, like, this, these, like – I don't know it was like a movie like a movie like they were like super rich super fabulous super beautiful and I was just like their like gay friend they had mm. they they had two beautiful resident gays in the group already but like beautiful Shut. did you hook up with both of them no they were too so you beautiful were third did to you watch Sailor Moon? Yeah. Yeah. Much... Okay, so they were like two Sailor Moon characters, <laughs> and okay. they were just to just me, shiny, to me, just so beautiful. Are and they mean... still shiny and beautiful? Yes. Okay. Um, and yeah, I was just like a little them. potato, like just Aww, like
0: no, Potatoes.
2: oh my god, but, we know
0: who we are. Zach. But Don't I would, yes. that. <laughs> okay,
2: I was okay. a potato and a faux fur coat, like yeah, I was doing okay. it big.
0: Okay. And you still wear? A fur <laughs> but you were like fur openly, fur
3: openly queer then.
2: Yes, I came out when I was uh, eleven to twelve. Wow. was the time. I told the first oh person when I was God. 11, and then when I was 12, I was like, I'm wow.
0: Gay. I'm gay. Know? "Wow, yeah, that's awesome." Yeah. So
2: I got drunk on, and it, it ended up being like crazy foreshadowing of what became the rest of my drunken life. Mm. Um, oh, maybe I can't tell that story. <gasps> <then. laughs> Why? Oh no! Something happened between me and um, the individual driving the car. And someone drove
3: drunk. You blew that person? No, I touched. They're straight. Like
2: I like gave him like a little bit of like a handy j. Okay.
1: Why? And he crashed the car. Bad. Did you crash the car? Did you murder someone?
2: I was very young. And they
1: were older. Uh, Well,
2: no,
3: we're talking junior and senior.
2: No. You were talking talking about junior and and teacher. Whoever was driving. This is, to a is this a crazy oh. to put on here do you know no. are you kidding me? i literally
1: talked about sniffing coke out of someone's butt once
3: yeah
2: but this is me being like a young kid like well, a young i just like,
1: it, you're, comfortable
3: like you're also the aggressor in the situation it sounds like <laughs> like he was driving and you were jerking him off like he's the uh, he's, he's honestly not, the victim like, here <laughs> like, yeah, like yeah like yeah like, <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, and it just, uh, well, whatever, it's fine. Whatever. so it is That's what
2: happened. Okay. Um, And, yeah, and I think that that was, you know, it ended up being a thing that we did on the weekends. And the senior Mm. year, it was like we were always drunk. And then once I graduated, I had my first heartbreak. And then that's when it triggered everything. Like, I just Mm. kind of fell into drinking, drinking in the day, drinking when I was bored, drinking when I was alone, um, Mm, engaging sexually with everybody. Oh, my God. you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, that's an
1: early time to be starting the alone drinking
0: mm-hmm. i okay. feel like
1: alone drinking doesn't happen until you're like you have a job and you're coming home at night and you're like oh, i just want a glass of wine i don't care if i'm by myself oh
2: no well the thing is too is like i was already like once we graduated high school i hit the floor running like i was like
1: did you stay in la
2: i did stay in la do yeah. you think
1: that had anything to do with at what age you started partying because um, I feel like people think people in LA are just like introduced to like cocaine and fucking meth and parties and celebrity and...
2: I started to go to gay clubs um, when I was 12. That was the first oh time. Oh my God. Yeah. Curly
1: 12? That is
3: insane. To be
2: honest, like they... It was like an all-ages gay club that was here on Santa Monica. All-ages um, all gay ages, club? Like a
1: playground? Tiger Heat? No. It was,
2: so it that same club, the arena, it used yeah. to be all ages. Okay. And then towards the... Um, uh, maybe like 2000 and so the, like uh, what that would have been like 2000 2019 uh, yeah, right yeah. around 2004 or so they made it 18 and over but they mm, didn't check cards right so i was a you had freshman access. a sophomore oh a junior God, and i would go back 12,
0: that's fucking
2: what was amazing was that it was a it was a pub for queer poc people mm-hmm. so it was like um uh, pre- like predominantly zay- black right? and latino yeah. you know what i mean Um, I didn't drink. I wanted to dance. That's all I wanted to do was just dance and Mm -hmm. be seen and hook up with uh, a homo thugs named Shorty. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) just doing the thing. Um, And then and then eventually I was like I discovered drinking at clubs and mm. I think that's when it became like even now, bigger now were
1: you going to college cause you also had a lot uh, like a big bow in the fashion industry yeah, uh-huh. what, did you move to New York or was that in LA no I was here
2: so I went to FITM for two years I don't consider it college cause literally like you can go in there fart and go home and they're like A
3: plus <laughs> You're great. you did so
2: good you know what I mean Um, but I did end up leaving and I worked for David La Chapelle and Jeremy Scott yes. cause I was like yeah. banging a big on their name. doors cool. yeah. you know what I mean like I was like this young Latin kid and I'm like I don't care like let me just sweep around here and I'll do the thing Mm -hmm. so that's how like I had my thing in fashion Um, were
1: you partying hard then like were you a um, a functionable
2: I was was still doing okay I was still like the type of people who you can go out with and they're like I just want one or two drinks and I'm fine I was still that person Mm -hmm. Um, and then when I had my heartbreak and I thought like oh um, life sucks you Mm -hmm. know I became the person that was like blackout drunk like mm-hmm. and and the thing with me is i was like an ox like i would never pass out i would never throw up i would never oh. bite i would just what we call really brown you really good
1: out. at being drunk
3: yeah yeah i could always get home like that was never a
1: question oh well, yeah. fucking you know, get, get turn into, like, <laughs> you. okay sorry no. sorry sorry no i no, 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 no i don't mean to not say what you're saying yeah, cuz yeah, yeah, please no. finish that sentence but I don't, how much do you want to talk about the things you did?
3: Oh, I mean, no, I'm fine. I'm loving. I'm loving hearing all this.
1: Okay, because I'll preface this with saying, like, I'm only 30 days into actually taking Yay. it seriously and being sober. Thanks, thanks. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like I don't want to insert too much of my stuff, but I've also been talking a lot with you yeah. about sobriety, and I feel like something I've said a bunch is the reason why I love hanging out with sober people is because it doesn't the the most fucked up thing I've ever done in my life doesn't seem that fucked up. Because oh my the god. The people I'm yeah. with are like <laughs> we, we laugh oh. we laugh about it. We We're laugh like that is it. so funny. Yeah, Like how fucked like the most yeah. fucked up shit you did like fucking yeah. we and people done Yeah, like
3: Stories. do you think
2: that that's queer culture in sobriety? No. Because I mean when I go experience. when I go to like um a straight meetings um when i would go they weren't as fun as like the queer meetings like the queer meetings were always like crazy this and, sure. crazy that, and the audience would be cracking uh yeah, yeah, so yeah, when yeah. he says
1: meetings he means a 12-step program yes, which uh-huh. there are all sorts of programs out there when you want to get sober. yeah
3: or need assistance,
1: or need sort assistance of, um, yeah. getting with so like we're not we're also not here to uh we're here to just talk about our experiences. Yes. We can't mm-hmm. speak for the program. I'm making air quotes. We can't speak for other people's yeah. experiences. Experience. Experience. experiences. Yeah. like yeah. how you're coming out yeah. and how you're coming to it is from a yes. personal experience. So whatever we say too, like if we say the program, like mm-hmm. I didn't like this thing about it, that's one day, mm-hmm. one hour of one place. Yeah. yeah, that's not all encompassing of what an experience yeah. sure. in the program can,
2: can I be. say one thing too? Please, I think Curly. I always tell people like much like spirituality and finding God and finding your higher purpose and being you should find it in your own way in Mm -hmm. your own um like path and Mm -hmm. i think that a lot of people might fight me on this but i feel like your sobriety and your version of sobriety can always be that it can be your own personal Mm -hmm. connection and your own version of it Mm -hmm.
1: um because it's not so black and white i think a thing. yes
2: but don't get me wrong like don't show up drunk and be like i'm (laughs) sober (laughs) well exactly
1: you're you're probably very you have like hard lines. No? Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. I mean, mm. probably nothing. There's a thing like nothing that affects you from the neck up. Um, and <laughs> wait, so nothing that can, affects you from the neck up. So you yeah. can
1: take poppers in your butt? I mean, no
3: poppers uh, yeah. absolutely affect your head. Oh, your head, good yeah. One. So um, what do you mean Viagra? Wait, where do
2: you think poppers go?
0: In your butt. <laughs> no, they, they help you relax. Wait, <laughs>
3: you don't put your, poppers your in butt, your butt. <laughs> your asshole relaxes, but it's totally you. It cuts off uh, oxygen to your brain. Wait, it's
1: a you, I thought it was you a you, it. you huff it. Wait, is it is it a duster?
3: It's I don't know. I've it, it's not re- supposed to be VCR cleaner.
1: Wait, it's like so a, it's a duster. It's, this whole time, poppers it's a chemical. Have been it's a
3: chemical in a little Vial. container, mm-hmm. and it, it gives off fumes,
2: oh, and you huff maybe it's not the a fumes. Never mind.
1: Okay, I thought poppers I did have a were... girlfriend
3: that put poppers on her butthole
2: though, and she was like, "Oh,
1: <gasps> yeah. did the, it girl, burn?
2: I don't know. I never asked if it burned, but she was like like, 'That's no, no, she's dead. She's
1: dead.'"
2: R.I.P. Frank. Yeah. So
1: poppers, for those of you who don't know, I thought were a gay. <laughs> they are fucking <laughs> pill you put in your butt to loosen up your butt so you can. Oh, no, that'd be great. And they pop in oh your butt, God. and that's what makes them loose. Yeah. We should just
2: run around asking straight people what they think, <laughs> what poppers, do you think poppers are. are? Hello? Yeah. Do you Bisexual. And how do you use it? Uh, I love it.
1: Okay, so you were oh, saying your heart. Yeah, oh wait, yes. I'd eff-
2: like to acknowledge your bisexuality. Yes,
1: oh. making making that
3: affects you from the neck up, and like with drugs. It's like you get them prescribed from a doctor and you take as prescribed. So like
1: you're saying if someone were to have knee surgery, right? I just have my ACL done. If I had to, I'm doing air quotes, break my sobriety, that wouldn't count because a doctor gave me pain pills. But
3: that's not breaking your sobriety.
1: Because I'm like Mm -hmm. a doctor prescribed A doctor prescribed
3: it. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, a doctor Mm -hmm. prescribed it. So
1: Mm -hmm. then like we had this conversation last week where I had gone wine tasting with Mm -hmm. a group and we had planned this months before I had decided to go sober and I went wine tasting and I sipped swished and actually the hell was
3: that a car actually just drove through Kelsey's (laughs) uh, living room. You don't get that
1: in Culver city. Um, I swished it and then spit it into a bucket. And if you would have told me I could have done that, Years ago, I would have been like, what's even the fucking point? Why even go? Yeah. But I told you what was weird about it is that it gave me so much power knowing that I could go through 25 fucking wines and not swallow Swallow. any of it. And Mm. I almost felt like I'm glad I did this, but you're saying that some people might think that that's not sober.
3: At at my sobriety, I would never fuck with it like that Mm. because I assume- that much swishing, that much whatever, I'm I'm gonna ingest mm-hmm. a, a, um, an amount of alcohol mm-hmm. and it might b- get me buzzed enough mm-hmm. to, yeah. to fuck. And, and it comes down to honesty because you're like, why am I drinking this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why am I putting this in my mouth? Mm-hmm. If I'm never gonna drink wine again, why am I tasting, tasting that? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. you just really have to get honest with yourself and be like, why? Mm-hmm. And for me, it would be like, I I don't, like, alcohol is not part of my solution at least these days and i think. like, so I'm not going to put it in my mouth. Yeah, like, I'm the wow. same
2: way too. Like that really? would count. That would be breaking it for me. Like alcohol yeah. does not touch me at but all.
1: But you were like, just saying that like it's it, it, sobriety, sobriety is what yeah. works for you. And so I yes. kind of tackled the like a little bit with that because I was like to me, to me, I'm still sober. Like yeah. to me, right. I still have no desire to mm-hmm. drink. Right. I am not actively seeking like it's a truth and i've had i've had
3: i i I talked to my sponsor about you and that situation, not you specifically but that situation (laughs) and they were like um there are sober sommeliers oh right and like who who don't and they don't drink the wine but they have to know about it and they learn about it and they swish and spit and like they do not that's their uh, that's their point though like they do that for work and they don't Drink. Swallow.
0: Yeah.
1: Which my mother never taught me to do. Just FYI. <laughs> not to well, swallow. The everybody
2: other... should swallow if you know what you're doing. <laughs> just kidding. No,
1: that's true. I feel like unless someone's kink is for you to like take it on your face, it's you should sl- always swallow.
2: But know who you're swallowing because that also oh, How did I we learn- get here? I le- <laughs> oh,
3: we took a sharp left turn.
2: I learned
1: something crazy from Zach. I don't know if this is true or not, but you told me that STDs are income. They're in semen.
2: Yeah, well, you can get. Um, I thought it was you in can just get like stuff from semen. Any I didn't fluid. know either. I my friend coined swallow gang, and we were like swallow gang. We're in trouble. Like, oh you can no! Get stuff.
1: <laughs> so I thought it was just like skin to skin contact for most STDs. Oh no,
2: you can get it in your throat and. all I mean, that it's stuff.
3: like it's bacteria, and yeah. it, it like lives
2: in like okay. fluids. I'm yeah. sorry, this the, is not that podcast. You know how you're like, oh, people. you can get it in your wound. You get it in your, your mouth. Is Ew! The wound.
1: You can. Oh, my God. Do you know what I mean? Like, yes. Yeah, well, people call a vagina an ax wound. Oof. Um, Okay, sorry. Let me dial it way the fuck back to Curly. You talking about your experience with when did you feel like first of all how long have you been sober
2: I've been sober I'll be four years in
1: November oh my gosh yeah. what about you birthday. my love what, how, Zach um,
3: I've been sober
2: um, did you just check your phone yeah,
1: yeah I did I wow. thought we were so and Curly I <laughs> thought we were so and Curly <laughs> I've never seen so much shade because he has not gotten to talk about himself yet he fully for oh checking just my phone <laughs> on a visual I, I did it off
3: the camera <laughs> <laughs> for you guys made Dax, it like, real like if I'm not
1: talking about myself the, the, why the am I here. never had to
3: know. <laughs> and the viewers literally saw this. No, because we look at you and we go,
1: what about <laughs> you?
3: <on> <laughs> like
1: well, Curly think, being the nice, been, polite person he is, can't possibly oh have the attention
0: okay. just him. He needs to include you. To in answer your question,
3: which I heard, yes, uh, I've been sober since November 15th, <gasps> uh, November
1: 27th, 2015. are you
0: guys the same age?
2: Oh, wow. Wait, so are you going to be four years? Yeah. yeah.
1: Congratulations. Four
2: yeah, years. How so. far are
1: your birth... People call birthdays.
3: Mine is, mine is November 14th. Oh. <gasps> Crazy. I'm, crazy I'm you guys, I'm oh, black that's... friday the day after thanksgiving uh-huh. like thanksgiving was my last day drinking and then black okay, friday was you know sober. What?
1: fuck it i'm not gonna just stick to curly let's let's transition a little well, bit yeah. to your side. Um, what we've talked about this but what was the last day you drank and why was it that day
3: um so at this point in my life i had been Bargaining with my drinking and using, Me too yeah, because uh-huh. so, that's the thing. I've always been a binge drinker or a heavy user, like pushing mm. the limits. Okay, but fuck like- it.
1: Tell your story. Where are you from? Oh, what was your upbringing? <laughs> What's your relationship? With no, I don't mom? have the, the worst
3: like, hoes. I was just gonna like, I was gonna make it no, succinct. But I, I
1: want, I want to hear what your journey was because I think that that.
3: This might be well, too awesome. This a great conversation. Yeah, we can, go back, and, we can go back and forth okay, too and both answer and the forth. same questions. Mm-hmm. From St. Louis, Missouri, um, kind of like a lower middle class family, um, started to, uh, very like fearful around being gay. I was a really mm. femme little boy that was not cool then. Um, bullying was always like outside. So like drinking really felt like a backstage pass, like an all-access pass. I could go wherever I want if I was drunk. Like wow. that's that's the soothing feeling I got when it I gave drank. You confidence. Yep. And I yeah. could hang out with everybody. I could go to the party. And like, I don't know how many, of, how much of that fear was real and how much was just inside my head. Mm. But drinking became my my co pilot. Yeah. And you
1: didn't want yes. to be like gay and sober. Like you felt like you already had something that was making you not cool. Yeah. I
3: mean, I, I guess it wasn't well, and I could keep my alcohol down. Like I. I could drink with the best mm-hmm. of them. It was kind of like my mask trait. Like Ooh, I could like party with the boys, you know? Yep. Yeah, you're Can't so relate.
1: funny.
2: Wow. That's so true. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, you, you have no I, idea how insightful this motherfucker I, is. I, well,
2: Libra, it's a beautiful spirit. And <laughs> yeah, um, I, it's smart. so funny that you said that they were like your co-pilot. Cause I always said that, when I did my alcohol video, mm-hmm. um, I wrote, at, yeah, at the end of it, at, at the end of the, let speed, at the end of the le- uh, video, I wrote a letter, like a love letter to mm-hmm. alcohol and I was like, yeah. you were my best friend for oh, so dude. long and you helped me get through some hard times, mm. you know, like. You were with me at the parties when I was alone, and then yep. it ended up being cut down because you know editing yeah. and yeah. stuff. But then I was like, and then something happened where mm-hmm. you turned on me, and Ooh, I stopped see you working. And you. It stopped working, and what was your medicine
3: was then your poison, right? Mm-hmm. So it was like a whole thing where you're like. It just They say it's um fun, then fun with problems, and then just problems. Whoa.
1: Because like you,
3: you <laughs> That's so true. And you start to like <laughs> like Laugh. it's like when you first the first time you do Molly versus the tenth time. Like the first time you're like, What is this? This is insane, this is incredible. Oh my god, oh my god. And then the tenth time you're like, it's not like the si- second time. Mm-hmm. It's stronger than the fourth time. You're like mm-hmm. assessing it. Your brain's like getting used to it it's like uh it's you're evolving to meet the drug mm-hmm. so like mm-hmm. eventually it stops working like it and used to and how long
1: did that take you because it sounds like all of our relationships to alcohol started pretty young preteen, mm-hmm. teen mm-hmm. years yeah
3: uh yeah i started heavy drinking when i was 15
1: oh wow yeah same yeah i so would say 15, that that yeah. was like i think i started it's a d- with a straw in a parking lot
3: oh what
2: what, what? Bay with oh, the liquor my. Oh, uh, my Bay <laughs> oh my god! Barrett with a fucking straw. Is that pineapple rum? Yes. <laughs> yeah. It
1: well, you, It's like ours was Malibu. Lunch.
3: Like
2: Malibu um, was. What was
1: your like?
3: Vodka straight up vodka.
2: In
1: oh, high school, we always. had the
3: the, fla- the shitty Burnett's flavored vodkas. Have never even heard of that? Oh my god! It was like watermelon, oh, black cherry, that's all like these. That. that
1: is so was like our Kumchaka.
3: Kumchaka. I
2: was always like, no, no sugar and nothing that was you like, like hard. Yeah, Damn. I used to buy like the little vodkas like this. The trap, the plain bottles, and drink. Like, not even the plain ones. Like, the big ones. like, yeah. oh, oh, like the, the little, yeah. And finish that by a itself. Fit. Yeah,
3: on my way to the bar. On my way to the club. Oh, wait, car bar. Yeah, you, like, park. Car get, ha- Yeah, park get <laughs> hammered. I, I didn't go to bars sober. Like, Me no did way.
1: Did you have a lot of, both of these this is a question for both of you, did you guys have a lot of access to house part like a safe place to drink when you were a teenager yes
0: yeah you for did. the most
3: part
1: i feel like there's always that one person's house and listeners you're probably like oh it's krista yeah, or like Susie's oh, mom yeah. let us drink in the See, basement yeah.
2: we didn't have uh it wasn't necessarily a parent it was like we just knew what uh liquor stores would sell it to us <gasps> oh damn um, we knew we always knew in la like where to go sure we were like, See, he sells it let's go i
1: feel like in <laughs> florida there was because i grew where my neighborhood wasn't exactly like everyone's parents were home after work and like on the weekends like everyone's parents were there so we would drive around oh, and find parking lots sure. to drink it and like random apartment complex pools and we would like break into the jacuzzis and like a solid like yeah. Friday night would be like you go to someone's house and sneak alcohol into your like cup and mm-hmm. get ready with your girls and yeah. like if the mom came in you'd be like Kee! drinking and then you would go to like the football game yeah, and like yeah. try and find a way to sneak in booze you would never sneak in booze though into school because you would get so fucked but you would show up drunk and it's like who cares they can't prove you're right. fucked up when yeah. you're like 15 then you, after the football game you would Drive around waiting for the football players to shower and like go out where and the then party was, yeah, go to wherever the party was. And it usually meant driving from different oh, apartment sure. oh. complexes while drinking. Like, <laughs> absolutely, drinking and driving yeah. was a fucking thing, sport, yeah. yeah. Don't like, do it, we, y'all. yeah. No, no, no it's don't insane. Fucking do it, it's the dumbest fucking thing. Yeah. But when you're that age, you're like, I'm fucking invincible, we have no other choice. We yeah. didn't yeah. have Uber yep. back I'm then. not that drunk. Yeah, yeah, like I th- oh, it's not going to yeah. happen to me. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. it sounded like all of us had very early experiences with like places to go and feeling s- invincible and safe. So sure. like same question I asked earlier like when did it feel like it became a different relationship? Like when did it stop being like fun problems? When did it start to I be mean, just like problem problem? To
3: throw myself under the bus I yes, drag turned her. 30. And I kind of had this reflective moment. I woke up hungover on my 30th birthday and I like I thought about everything I set out to do when I was a little kid Mm, and I hadn't achieved any of it really. So mm-hmm. I was really bummed, and this is amidst the bargaining, where I was like, "Don't drink tonight," or "Don't drink for thirty days," mm-hmm. or "Don't don't pay for drugs." Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. All these like things that I said to That's myself. Such a
1: truth. If and you I, don't pay for the drugs. It doesn't really. count. Yeah. yeah, or like alcohol. If, like a guy buys it for you. Sure. It's like, it's like, mm, like mm, not I'm a lot. Yeah. I got a point.
3: Exactly. So I basically just like I was like, oh, this. I the words were, this isn't cute anymore, mm-hmm. and I just knew drugs and alcohol were a hurdle that I was I kept putting in front of me.
1: I think people talk a lot about mm-hmm. too like a rock bottom mm-hmm. and I feel like my, in my experience people that I've talked to have what they thought was a rock bottom and then the real rock bottom came when they like tried to get sober sure. or like how mm-hmm. easy was quitting drinking for you?
3: Um my actually when I put it down I'm a stubborn person mm-hmm. It was not an issue picking it back up. Mm. A couple times in traumatic experiences, I came close to thinking I needed to mm. to calm down, mm-hmm. but I didn't. So it was more like my thinking yeah. was the problem after I put down the substance. What yeah. about you, Kirby? I don't really
2: get um, urges. Mm-hmm. It was like kind of really easy to do it. And I, whoa, I take that back. It was never easy. It was hard. It <laughs> right. just like... You have to th- you have to stay busy is what I always say. Mm-hmm. Like you're like, Oh, I really wanna have that drink, but like I'd rather I like I'm gonna go learn how to do this. Yep. Or I'm gonna go mm-hmm.
3: sew and make something. Like so many other things to do.
2: Mm-hmm. I
1: wanna talk again both uh, for both of you guys. What was the last night you drank and why was that the last night you drank?
2: You can go. Um mine was I, I feel went like to I remember. No, it was I went to um uh oh my god what is it los globos in echo yeah. park oh yeah and somebody um gave was like do you want to take a molly and i remember thinking like no not today i'm bargaining right. with myself. um and i i remember thinking like see i don't have a problem i just said no to molly mm-hmm. yeah and then i went home and i went to um my parents house and i was like hanging out like, were you in- drinking I was fucked up by the uh, time okay. I got Yeah, sorry. <laughs> in case I wasn't clear, you I was fucked up. You turned down the molly, back, uh, but yeah, you were fucked Yeah, because yes, I was it. fucked up. and or browned out. I'm a browner outer, too. I'm a browned yeah. out, yeah. Um, and I was, like, in front of their, um, like, house. And I kind of was, like, really turned on. And I was, like, I should just, like, totally just jack on front of the house. <laughs> and I was, Shut like... It. In front of your uh-huh. parents' house. <laughs> and I remember thinking,
3: like... This is crazy. Even when I was
2: drunk, when I was drunk, I was like, oh, my God. Like, I should – like, this is – it was night. It was nighttime, right? Like, we're getting all comfortable. No, come it was closer because like, I don't want night, you to get out of frame. It was at night, and um, I didn't do it. And then I woke up the next day, and I was like, you thought that was a good idea? Right. That was your – You thought this was a good – like, I'm like I'm – well, my rock bo- – I call it, like, a rock plateau because basically uh. what happened with me was that, like, different um, – Things So my thing is that if you're drinking or your habit starts to bleed into other parts of your life mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. your relationships are getting destroyed, your, your jobs, like um, your, um, what's the word, like your uh, reputation, things mm. like that, like are being affected, um, then it's becoming a problem. Sure. So did you, you know? feel
1: like you, you use the word plateau, which is funny? It It was just like a lot of things. It was like many times. It wasn't like one Mm -hmm, overarching mm -hmm, experience that mm -hmm. did it. It was just like a long running bit of shit. And then I
2: had the thing where I was like, you're 27 years old. This is not cute anymore. That's literally what I told myself. Um, And I was on the verge of... Getting bigger at Buzzfeed, like kind of yeah. becoming this.
1: Curly's story is crazy. He was the receptionist, but <gasps> I
2: always said I started in the kitchen because I was always yeah. serving the lunches <laughs> and talking. Because like, there were no phones, and so Curly, I spent all my time. I'm gonna in the kitchen. drag
1: you a little bit. Like Curly would come in and be like in the same clothes as the night before, mm-hmm. and be like, reeking of tequila, sure. and yeah. be like, "Oh my god, girl, I'm so fucking hungover." But, yeah, but like always got his job done like yeah. no matter how mm-hmm. fucked mm-hmm. up you went out i hung up with before. three guys last night da, 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 yeah, da,
2: I had yeah. To my, um all these different things and then it was so it was on the verge of me you kind were a of,
1: producer at this point
2: so i had been moved out of the kitchen right i always say i started in the kitchen because literally i did yes. no front desk duties no, you i did literally was lunch. like stocking yeah, the stocking, lunch and stocking yeah, the snacks yeah, yeah. and the sodas um, the
1: glow up, honey. Yes. And then um, <laughs> the, I shouldn't even say glow up. You were this was your path. This was always my journey. It was like you just, I mean, like well, you just I, reached your I, street I, <laughs> finally. You got to your bus I was stock.
2: Fabulous <laughs> and fucking fun in yeah, the kitchen too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um so I go uh, so I I, they, I I am the only person, I think, in Buzzfeed history to go from stocking oh, soda to like 100%. making videos. And when I had made it to the other side, there was a possibility that I wouldn't be working there because of the drinking. <gasps> and so I was like, these
3: um, people like caught on to it, or they saw you drunk. Just a or? lot of different things, sure. you know what I
2: mean. And I became like a liability. I wow. Yeah. And so it was a thing where, um, th- for me, I forgot. Uh, Juliet Davis, what's her name? Um, Juliet Lewis. Juliet Lewis, yes. So Juliet Lewis, yeah, that is a person. (laughs) So (laughs) Juliet Lewis, um, she said that when she went sober, it was because the dream was too mighty, and so that's how I feel. Like the dream, my dream to get to this point, this place in my life, just became too mighty, and I couldn't risk losing it just because I couldn't put the fucking drink down. Yeah. Yeah, and so I kind of right now, like I deal with a lot of the guilt of who I was back then Mm. that's the hardest part for me because i'm like people will be like remember we did this or you did this and i'm like i don't know who that person is
3: well that's so so you you don't do a program
2: right so i joined when i went sober Mm. i joined the program okay and i had a sponsor i was um kind of getting into it Mm. and the thing with that i realized was that my foundation is here my parents are here Mm. my sister's here my nephew my grand. my nephews my grandmother's here all of my childhood best friends and it became easier for me to go to their house and have dinner with them mm-hmm. and talk to them about life and then go home and go to sleep. sober sure. than it was for me to go to like a meeting. How um, long
1: did you go to meetings before you stopped?
2: Maybe like four months. I know that we, this is, so I go occasionally to deal with the guilt of it. Do you I was know what I mean? just, okay. So I was yeah. going to say
3: like it, the program has worked for me and it's, a a big part of it is clearing up all of your wreckage. Okay, tell us your last night that you drank. Oh, last night, I have a really boring story. Um, how At this I? point, I was I was really reckless. Um, so I always always say I was a lucky rock bottom because my thing is I I drove a mo- I rode a motorcycle for nine out of my ten years living here. Wow. I used to ride my motorcycle blackout drunk.
1: Wow! Like Laurel
3: Canyon to go to the Which valley, is like the hills. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's of like windy. LA. Yeah, like
1: you will die if you hit like a pebble the wrong yeah. way.
3: Yeah, and to get like Dick so in the bludged. Valley, and it's yeah. like Dick in the Valley Valley Dick's not worth it. Dick in you Europe. know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, like, you did it um, so many times. But I really didn't, big. so,
3: like, but I, yeah. I always think, like, one false move, and I could could've. have had the gnarliest rock bottom. Yeah. But I didn't. Um, But my last day drinking was um Wednesday before Thanksgiving's a huge bar night, like, I feel like- In like, every, every I, Yeah, so- Yeah, just
1: I, everyone comes home, and you're seeing mm-hmm. everyone for the first time. Yeah. It's, like, a big fun But deal.
3: I was in LA. I was going to a Friendsgiving the next day. We went out hard, went to the Friendsgiving, and it was, like, it was, like, my f- fifth Thanksgiving in LA I think And I never like contributed to the Thanksgiving I bring bring like Ice. <laughs> a, Yeah I bring like a thing of Hawaiian rolls Yeah And like you know lay on the couch till food was ready So mm. it was just I'm doing that again hungover And I was like don't drink today mm-hmm. Like you're hungover Help or something mm-hmm. And like I poured myself a glass of red wine And I like yeah. was dumbfounded that I could not mm. stop mm-hmm. stop mm-hmm.
1: Well had you ever, up until that point in question for both of you, mm-hmm. considered getting sober or had tried to go sober?
3: I mean, my bargaining was, I think, that. Mm-hmm. It was like, I'm not going to drink for the month of May. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then June 1st, my head You're- was in a toilet. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like,
1: for I For sure. Hate so real. Yeah. Yeah. I fucking and hate puking. Mind it's you, May would have
3: been <laughs> the best month of my life. I would yeah. get the most work done. I'd feel healthy. I'd wake up early. I, I, everything was great. Yeah. Yeah. And still some part of me was like, no, like alcohol makes things better, I, easier, funner.
1: I, I've been saying this a lot to Zach. Like I had kind of a head exploding moment recently yeah. where it was like my whole identity revolves around drinking. Like that's another conversation about like how just my internet personality, my Buzzfeed videos, like everything from, from, 15 years old i mean i was not the hot girl Mm -hmm. i was the girl who's really good at beer pong i Mm -hmm. couldn't be the most popular girl but i would be the best fucking flip cup player like that Mm -hmm. was my way of getting in with Mm -hmm. people and like being social and since those early days so you know over 10 years i have considered drinking to be doing something,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I am yeah. at a birthday party, so we're drinking and playing games, so I'm doing something, or I'm at the beach, so I'm drinking, so I'm yeah. doing something. I'm at a, a fucking, I'm on a yacht, and I'm t- on like a four day vacation. Yeah. I'm not on yachts on four day vacation. I'm you're gonna away. be, you yeah, I'm gonna be. Uh, <laughs> so and that's funny. another podcast. Um, well, Fran Lebowitz
2: says that about smoking. Oh, you could be standing outside if yeah? you have a cigarette. You're doing something. You're right. smoking, mm-hmm. and so
1: I was always considering like i'm not fucking doing anything Mm. i'm sitting drinking that's not doing anything Mm -hmm. having a drunk conversation that you're never gonna fucking remember with a girl you met in the bathroom is not (laughs) doing something dancing around like maybe dancing at a club you're like having fun with your friends maybe you can consider that doing something but but you can do that without
3: a drink i I, I do that like like, i I dance all the time exactly like
1: i have considered too much of that to consume my fucking weekends, mm-hmm. to my holidays, to my yeah. vacations. Yeah. I mean, we've talked about, we've been to other countries and like pretty much not oh, ruined it. Like, the, tr- I mean, wasted, wasted a time trip. and yeah. money when I was like, if I were to remove that mm-hmm. and replace all that time that I was drinking. Mm-hmm. I could be living a second fucking life. You yeah. Could. Or I would or, or have my a full life. That's what I mean. Of, like yeah. I would have time back. Mm-hmm. And another thing is fucking hangovers. Dude. Hangovers, hangovers were a, a huge
3: part of my staying sober because the uh, going to getting to 30 oh. they're not and fun. i was
1: never good at hangovers i mean when i was 15 yeah. i would be the girl that would like the next day need the whole day and yeah. like, my friends would go buy me a think burrito. of all
3: Damn. those days oh. i never got hangovers oh you that, was
1: bitch. <laughs> that was the problem
2: though. you never got yeah hangovers? i would wake over still slightly buzzed and, oh, and then, then i just was like ease into the I'm day deep. yeah you know I think I mean? sometimes towards the end of my drinking career, though, yeah. I, which is when it started to get crazier at Buzzfeed, I would, t- I would like sneak off to take a nap during work for hours <laughs> uh, because I was hungover. I feel like everyone
1: God. has done that at some point in their life, right, where they've been like so hungover that they've either missed something or canceled something yeah. like hangover to oh, me. I can't always take can priority.
2: I'm so sorry to interrupt, but can what? we look up that woman's name really fast? I want to, I want to credit her. Uh, not Lewis. What was her name? That Juliet we said? Lewis. So when you, I'm like, Juliet Lewis is the singer. She's a white lady. No, she's right? an actress. She's Juliet a, Lewis She's is an actress. Lady. She's the actress, but she also makes music. Mm, I don't think so. Juliet
3: Lewis. Look thinking, yeah, can um, we look her up? <laughs> hold on. Are you thinking of The Sound of Music Woman? No. Okay, okay wait. Julie look at Andrews. Julie Burris. No.
2: <laughs> Sorry. I, I can't so concentrate hard. because I keep thinking about this. and I, this No, is, we need to So this is it. another a beautiful part about um, going sober is recognizing how my brain works and understanding... Mm-hmm.
1: That's not okay, who so you're that's, thinking
2: of. That's not who I'm thinking of, but Juliet Lewis also does make music, sidebar. Who are does you she? thinking of?
3: Yes. <laughs> okay, you guys keep talking. I'm gonna
2: look it um, up. Sorry, okay, I yeah. just wanted to Zach, borrow your phone. Tell
1: me the most fucked up thing you ever did on alcohol or drugs.
3: I mean, aside from riding a motorcycle blackout drunk through the hills of California. <laughs>
1: for Valley D. Um
3: I, yeah, for Valley D. Um I feel
1: like there's too many things for me to remember.
3: I mean, I I willingly got into the trunk of a known <gasps> drug dealer. <laughs> Um, that
2: trunk of a
1: car, the trunk.
3: Yeah, what kind of a drug dealer? Like, I he was like a friend, like a friendly one. It's just like look, at, okay, it's like stuff I would never do now. Yeah, uh-huh. like oh, like we're all on drugs. We're Dude. going to a location that I don't know about to get more drugs. Yeah. Someone get in the trunk. And I'm like, yeah.
1: I'll do it. Like, yeah. what the fuck? Honestly. Those were
3: the best nights.
2: You know how what I mean? like,
1: many thi- How many guardian angels do we three fucking have? A that lot. I mean. We have not gotten DUIs. Ooh, that we have no. not ended up in jail. I found I, it too, by the way. We we'll Who get there. is there.
2: Jennifer Lewis. Sorry, I just wanted to no, honor her because absolutely. she's such an important woman and her words were so important to me. So that's why like dream. I had to honor her sober? name and not get her name wrong. Um she is sober. Amazing. Mm-hmm.
1: I I tell these stories not to like be like look what I got away with, but to be like I should be dead. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I a thousand times over. 100% sober. Yeah. should have killed someone by accident, should have overdosed by accident. Like I if I could go back, I mean I'm terrified to have a kid because of the kind of kid that I was. Yeah. How do you guys oh, knowing what
3: we know? Yeah. yeah. Like,
1: how do you guys think your, your level of like how fucked up you were like compares to the rest of people? Cause I envy people that are like, Oh, I just decided to get sober and never picked up another drink again. Yeah. Or like, you know, oh, I wasn't that bad. I was like a functioning alcoholic. Like, like we were all seem to be really good at drinking. Oh, we were, yeah. I was
2: at drinking. I am very guilty. I mean, going back to the guilt, like I who I am then, who I was then, and who I am now are like
3: night and day. Yeah, like completely different. And so, um, it's so those those moments in the day where you just like put your face in your palm, in the palm of your hands, like, like I can't back. believe. I did, I did that. that yeah. But do yeah. you
2: but feel that's like what,
1: that's that wasn't who you were at your core? Like that wasn't not who, truly curly. I think that
2: what's interesting about what I love about humanity is that we have all of those things. Like my Angela always just say that like you have every component in you to mm-hmm. be all that is good, all mm-hmm. that is powerful, but also all that is evil. Mm-hmm. Like no human something she says something like nothing human is alien to me. And so Mm. it's an interesting thing where that is very much a part of who I am, Um, being a hoe, being (laughs) reckless. It's part of who I am and I can't change it, but I can recognize that it can be reckless and that it can hurt Mm. people Mm. and I can recognize it through my sobriety and I'm like aware of it. Mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um. So, but it does get hard. So like comparing myself to other people, I can't do that because yeah, no. there are people who have done like really shitty, insane things mm-hmm. and I would pale in comparison, but what it's done to my own spirit and my own journey, it's, it's hard and it does hurt me, you mm-hmm. know?
1: Yeah. I wonder too, um, for listeners who maybe are at that age or at that part in their life where, um, I remember times where people started telling me that close to me not mm-hmm. friends not people that i was like mm-hmm. not that tight with but very close people to me started saying things like you need to get your drinking under control mm-hmm. or like you need to fucking chill or like yeah you know i would go to parties and be the most fucked up person there but mm-hmm. no one would know it yeah. except mm-hmm. for like the guy i would go yeah. home with and sure he would, like whoa yeah. yeah like be like you need to slow the fuck down and that would infuriate me mm-hmm. the second someone questioned Same. my yeah. ability to drink i yeah. would fucking drink double and take their drink too and be like how dare you fuck you like i'm the best drinker right now like do you guys have any advice for people who are maybe in that weird stage where they're starting to question their relationship to alcohol because i remember going to therapy i mean we had this conversation literally a year and a half ago where i was Mm -hmm. wondering if i should get sober this is not like new news for me Mm -hmm. do you guys have any advice to someone who's like I think in general... examining like, their these, relationships. With if sobriety. you are
3: wondering if you have a drinking or drug mm-hmm. problem, you have a drinking and drug problem. <laughs> uh, period. Yeah. Like period. Yeah. Not to like, not to scare you or whatever, but like mm-hmm. people who don't,
2: mm-hmm.
0: don't don't think about it yeah. and they yeah. don't question it. Damn, that's yeah. so fucking true. Yeah,
2: I will say something that was really unique about you is Ooh. that. Um, your success hit really big because you also were a, drinker. a drinker. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Like
0: absolutely your my biggest comedy, your biggest
2: videos were like the drinking culture and how it's relatable and how mm-hmm. it's like a thing and how like um It's your entire you can, personality. Yes. But you can be a professional. You can mm-hmm. be a powerful individual woman like mm-hmm. and still have a fucking drink. Like yeah. and it kind of was like the in at that time too, it was such a big thing yeah. all over that like yeah, being women a mess, have to a do train it, train it all wreck, mm-hmm. a exactly you know yeah
1: well you know you can hear this from zach is that i still like i don't think i've hit my rock bottom mm-hmm, i still mm-hmm. am really good at drinking i yeah. still have the most fun doing it mm-hmm. i'm still a fucking party and a good time and yeah. I'm really safe about it Yeah. i don't think i'm ready to admit that i'm powerless to it yet mm. because i don't feel I've had moments and, like, times where, like, if things would have gone a little bit to the left, then my life would be ruined. Mm -hmm. But I still feel like if I were to go back to drinking, Mm -hmm. that I would, like, have a different relationship with it and have it more under control. And that's something that's, like, I... I know you're like probably sitting over here just like this dumb bitch. She doesn't. No, no, we're we're, no. no. I'm putting judgmental words in your mouth. Mm-hmm. This is obviously a projection of me. That's why Lena Dunn got in trouble with things. Shit like that. So I don't want to say you called me. A dumb <laughs> bitch. But I, we've had conversations before where you're like, I don't know. What's your definition of powerless to drinking? Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know, like, for someone who hasn't hit a rock bottom. Yeah.
2: Like, I always feel like for me, I feel like you have to really look at life and really, really love it. Like learn about yourself. Like learn, like take a step back and recognize when is it that you want to drink? When is it like, is it when you're at a bar? The, it's is it the honesty thing. Yeah. It's like,
3: why and why yes. I do to I feel ask that. less than these people? Yes. Do I feel like I'm lacking in some way? Mm-hmm. It, it, it's. I've, and what so do you do with that information like, like what if you uh, like so then yeah, when does it happen like i'm doing it, it because pattern. i don't feel don't go mm.
2: if you don't like being around those people because you feel like you need Inferior. to have a drink with the them thing is, don't yeah, go you shouldn't
3: need to have a drink mm-hmm. to enjoy the company, company. of
2: the
1: people and you're if with you're like a young mm-hmm. person in college and like you want to go to frat parties and you want to be socially accepted but you're like not necessarily loving what you have to do to be socially accepted. Like, I feel like we're adults now. Like, we're able to be like, mm -hmm. fuck this person, I'm gonna cut this out of my life, I don't need this shit. Whereas like, when you're young, that shit's, the biggest fucking deal is being liked and fitting in. the only
3: thing the drink is doing is altering your judgment. Yeah. Mm. You should be able to do that Without the drink,
1: but it's yeah. like the the veil that alcohol takes away gives like a boost in confidence or a boost in like sure.
3: I mean, my mind runs constantly, and I often drank to to disappear. slow it down, yeah, to quiet Same. it, yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. it, so the voices, yeah. I'm not schizophrenic, but like so the voices uh, yeah, would stop, yeah. you know, of and I'd be like, you numb it, yeah. And then and then all of a sudden you're you're slowed down. You're like everything's fine. Why was I worrying? I'll mm-hmm. work tomorrow. I'll write tomorrow. Like. All, you know like it forced serenity mm-hmm.
1: before yeah. i ask you guys about uh um, can i just
3: say
2: really fast yeah. though because you were talking about what would you say to like a high schooler and stuff yeah, like yes that. oh yeah i didn't um, like you give so an answer. for <laughs> me what well, no it's just a thing is like in high school like th- i would say there's such a big world out there like mm-hmm. start to work on what it is that you want to become like if mm-hmm. you want to be a singer focus on that if you want to be you can't you have a good voice if you're out there drinking and smoking you know know what I mean? some people do but like you don't have to do it. Those take pe- care of your
1: people aren't going to help you become a singer you know what i mean
2: <laughs> exactly like so i I would say focus you right now if you're young you have the opportunity that you have the internet you have youtube videos to kind of become the person that you want to become almost immediately mm, you know what i mean mm-hmm. so why not get into it like mm-hmm. you're looking at your friends and they're drinking like they might not be like you and that's their journey and that's where they have to go but you you could change the world you could mm-hmm. do so much you can be a full complete human being mm. that's not to say that you can't have a drink that's not right. say that you can't have fun that's not to say that you can't dabble smoke a little weed do a little thing live a little life that's okay but don't lose yourself. In I it.
3: wouldn't say, yeah, it's not a solution. Mm-hmm. It's not a solution it's to your problem. It's yeah. like, mm-hmm. yeah, and I think those people, yeah, enjoy. If I could enjoy a glass of wine, that'd be amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if I'm on one glass of wine, I'm thinking about the second glass of wine. Yeah. Yeah. And then the shots of tequila, two lines of Coke, yeah. you know, and like yeah. finding a dude then, because yeah. it's mm-hmm. never enough. Like right. I need more. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So tell
1: me, both of you. And Zach, like, I sort of got to God, I would message this motherfucker every day because he's just like infinite wisdom. But like, talk, like seriously, it, mm-hmm. it's. I want to like screenshot and make it my background every day. But like, <laughs> tell me what getting sober has done positively for your life. I mean,
3: you know, you. Kind I know, of know, but tell the people. I just, um, my career has happened in mm-hmm. the three years I've been sober. Mm-hmm. Um, everything. Um, because I, I always, when I wake up, I just try to do the next right thing mm-hmm. that will move me towards the person I want to be. Mm-hmm. So it's the alarm goes off, do you hit snooze or do you go get up? Mm-hmm. <laughs> do you squeeze in the gym or do you watch an episode on Netflix? Mm-hmm. Like I'm doing the next thing, the next indicated action mm-hmm. that will lead me to my goals. Mm-hmm. And I try to do that as much as possible. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, like, I mean, it's just crazy. Like I... <laughs> Uh, do I list my credits at this point? No, I
1: mean like... The but, thing- okay, so,
3: but I will say, uh, just to contrast, I went from being... Like a cater waiter, no shame. It's just not what I came here to do. Mm-hmm. Cater waiter, uh, three people in a two bedroom, you know, someone like living yeah. in the living room, uh, driving a beat up motorcycle everywhere to like gigs and auditions and stuff. And I'm on TV now. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like a working comic. And, and like, I have a
3: movie deal. And I don't, I don't mean, those are not meant to be braggy. No, it's just I, like, oh, that's I amazing. wanted you to
1: talk about like how you don't think like that wouldn't have happened if you were still joking. it wouldn't have i just know for a fact and the thing that i love that you said what like the most the biggest challenge has been about your sobriety was and say this better than i do but finding a way to give kindness to people oh who my don't god deserve this it this is my
3: this is what i this is my daily struggle because my goal now is it's not like you're
1: sober and you don't have problems anymore. Oh my God.
3: Uh-huh. I, I still, I told I was told you I was like depressed for no reason today. Just like <laughs> yeah. uh, l- playing out. Oh, I don't have retirement. Like why <laughs> bitch, you know, yes. you're nowhere near retirement. Yeah. Yeah. Like, but in my head, I'm like, I'm going to live under a bridge, you know, I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> oh my God, yes. Like, that's a real thing. Oh um, but, um, yeah, ma- my thing now is like, I'm trying to be kind and love everyone mm-hmm. even when they may not deserve it. Ugh. Mm. I know now my goal is to open my heart as wide as possible. Mm-hmm. And, and just, not just your butthole anymore. And same and not sometimes, your- but <laughs> and then you sorry, get a beautiful moment. Oh. But yeah, open my heart as, as wide as now I'm, I'm picturing a gaping butthole. <laughs> butthole. Um I'm sorry. Tra- I'm sorry. I try to I'm expand trash. my heart as much as it will go. Um and just uh uh help.
0: People but that are. is
1: cr- that is that hits me at my fucking core because I feel like in the world we live in today it's so easy to be hateful and it's so easy to just find your people and like yeah. stay in your lane and mm-hmm. like you are the active motion of giving someone kindness maybe a fucking person in line that's being a fucking mm-hmm. twat or like the someone the car you,
3: that you don't want to let you in you can't
1: stand and mm-hmm. in inviting them to a show or yep. like that the idea of radical kindness mm-hmm. blows my f- it, it I think of it every day. since you have said that to me, I think of it every day. Well,
3: I also have to assume that everyone is sick in some way. and well we are every right? everyone, everyone yeah. is suffering. Mm-hmm. It's that whole everyone's fighting a battle you yes. know nothing about. It's uh-huh. like, so like at the end of the day, I want to be the person that maybe,
1: changes that yeah and you I can't help do that their when day. you're fucking hungover and selfish and thinking no. about yourself all the time but
2: I also mm-hmm. think
3: that when you do get
2: to sobriety you can kind of come to those conclusions for yourself in your own way do you mm-hmm. know what I mean like because you're sober to recognize the patterns and mm-hmm. that's what's really important is that you're like huh who was I before and this is who I need to become like, like uh, what do I need to do yes like being able to acknowledge that I would love to open my heart up to more people yeah. like that is a big step that you'll and, come like, to yourself how
1: do you think not drinking relates to that like can can people be a good person and still drink like why are we yeah yes. hired differently? I think
2: for me like it's just like when I recognize that I don't like going to bars and clubs, like because I get really nervous, and I like to connect. Mm-hmm. I like to have an anchor with me that I can converse with and kind of build a deeper connection. Like mm. I love when people are near me; they can feel my energy. Yeah, I can't do absolutely. that at a bar. No, so and why screaming am I there? Into someone's ear. Yeah. And so why am I there? Like if I can't be at someone's party and like and because there's too many people, like it's okay. Show up you're there so and I, then go home. Yep, yep. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. And it's just things like that, that you just kind of realize it like, and don't get me wrong. Like, um, I know that you, when you travel, or like when you're with your boyfriend and you're at these big clubs and these big things, yeah. like that does get a little harder too. Totally. But you can get to a place where you're like, you can excuse yourself, and you mm-hmm. yeah. can be like, "I showed up. I'm here for you. I <sighs> love oh, you. I'll be at the room." Yep. And
1: I love. There's nothing I love more than turning down plans, like <laughs> exactly, staying home, uh, and like not. Everything drinking else is starts like, to like uh, happen. Like yeah.
2: you were asking, we we're talking about what are the something? What are some things that change once you went sober? Let's talk about the fact that you have more money in your account. Oh, oh my god. god. I mean, like, down to the tiny things, like for me, money, time, energy. You also everything. like
1: lost a fuck ton of weight. No, and I got... gained
2: a lot of weight. Really? I gained a what? lot of weight in his
0: weight?
2: dick. I'm <laughs> like, no, no, no. I had to lose it all again, but I gained a lot initially because you know they're you like more. whether it's the burger or the cupcake or the or, or the, the dick, booze, dick or whatever or the dick. Yeah. Like have <laughs> you the go, burger. Yeah, Do it, yeah. Treat yourself. So treat yourself. So I'm like six burgers deep. I'm like, oh well, at least not vodka. You yeah, basically. Wait. So what
1: sparked that? Like health kick in you because I feel like people think you're going to get completely sober, by accident completely like a for a video
2: somebody Melissa oh. Alcantara did it for a video she's Kim Kardashian's uh trainer. trainer we found her by accident at a party we were like we're looking to do a video with a femme Latina mm-hmm. country, and it just happened and now I'm like I'm I don't want to go back yeah because there's this Beyonce song called running and <laughs> running runnin runnin from runnin'. myself oh. no more and in it she says if I lose myself I lose it all and I remember thinking oh if that's the boost if I lose myself to the booze Mm -hmm. i'm gonna lose everything so the minute i stopped a lot of pressure i'm a virgo double scorpio i live in pressure i'm a (laughs) (laughs) a diamond diamond exactly um so it's like a thing where it immediately started to change immediately
1: when did it get easy
2: it doesn't it you doesn't get easier. Still
1: want to drink? Are you still? Tempted? I don't
2: tempted. I'm not tempted to have a drink. What happens with me? I tell like my boyfriend all the time. I'm like, he's like, is it okay if I have a drink? I'm like, yeah. Excuse I don't- me.
1: You have a fucking boyfriend? Yeah,
2: yeah. Oh! I don't like sit across from him if he's having a drink or somebody or a friend. Bitch,
1: you have a boyfriend? Yeah. Who the fuck is your boyfriend? <laughs> he's and amazing is guy. he not on your like Instagram uh, or something?
2: I never post any of my boyfriends ever. Oh, okay. So I'm we can't big, expose him right now. No, I'll tell you later though. Okay. But sorry, um, listeners. But no, but different people like they're like, Are you okay? I'm like, I'm fine. I'm not gonna turn into the Hulk and like reach over and Sure. Try. Like <laughs> if I go out, I'm gonna yeah. go out way harder than yes. you guys are drinking yeah. right now. Exactly. And the thing is is like for me um, the only time that it does affect me is if you're like, we're going to go to a play. and But before, we're going to meet at my house and have drinks, okay? And I'm like, oh, I miss the camaraderie of it. I miss mm, being like... Like the pregame. Oh, like the pregame. We're all going to be together and have drinks. And then we're going to go face the world together. That's the
3: only time.
1: So Zach has a really lovely, and I'll let you tell it. But talk to me yes. about <laughs> how, like, if someone gives you shit for not drinking.
3: I mean, it just... it's uh, I love it, almost. When, <laughs> when someone is baffled that I don't drink... Yeah. Or they have so many questions or whatever it's like oh like they have a problem you know what I mean it, it's it's uh it's a nice red flag like for me oh. and I just know like,
1: it tells so much more oh, about, about them, them. it's and all like, about it's
3: always wow. about the other person and you yeah. told me
1: once like nine times out of ten it's because they don't want to be drinking alone like no yeah. have wow. a drink why you don't want to drink yeah. have a drink let me buy you a drink and it's like uh, you just you don't actually want me to drink yeah. you just don't want to drink yeah. alone yeah. you don't yeah. want to be drunk alone
3: When you don't, they don't want a mirror held up going like oh why did this person stop because yeah. it's yeah. on their mind too wow I isn't, love that isn't he Ugh. full of I love just like, that
2: I usually just <laughs> drop the bomb I'm like I'm in recovery, like AA. Oh recovery. God, you just really yes. Make and them then feel bad. Literally, <laughs> it's like someone broke a dish in the background. Like, like it's like, <gasps> and people are like, <gasps> "That's how so dare you offer him a drink?" And then it like turns the direction in that way. Oh, that's because I'm like, it's true. Like, I literally cannot. I'm sorry. I'm going to keep it real with you. Like I'm an addict. Yeah. I'm dealing mm-hmm. with my addiction. Please mm-hmm. understand. I'm that. not
1: ready to admit that yet.
3: You know, Oh, I'm
1: <laughs> all I'm not, about I it. I don't oh, yeah. think I'm an addict. Well, it's so
3: funny. Like I, I've never had problems
1: with drugs. I, I quit drugs whenever I wanted. I didn't I relate. Whenever forever.
3: I wanted. And now I'm such a proud addict. Mm-hmm. Like I'm proud to say uh, I'm yeah. an alcoholic. i yeah. Cause yet. I'm like, this is why <laughs> I think like this. And this yes, is why I feel it's I this. It's like a
2: sign. It's like, it's like your Zodiac sign. It explains so many different things. And once you can acknowledge you it, you know addict. it, and you're just like, oh. Yes. I
1: guess like when I think of addict, because I have addicts in my life, I immediately go like, dirty, nope
3: all shapes and sizes, yeah. dude. The, some or, of the richest people in or, the hills, or
1: like corporate fucking stock market, coke bro. Like I'm not yes. either of those extremes. Well, you're
3: looking at two. I know, no! exactly. Yeah. But this is the thing too, you have like a lot of ego around the word addict. Do. It yeah. doesn't have Ego-mania. to mean mm-hmm. Yeah, it doesn't have to mean this mm-hmm. big horrible brown bag hobo thing mm-hmm. that like you're seeing. It's like yeah. it's, you're
1: gonna say homo thing, I was like, Well, you know, you, <laughs> oh, yeah.
3: <laughs> you got straight when I you got agree. sober. But yeah, it's it's like it's all it's semantics. It's like mm. who care I don't care what you call me. Mm-hmm. I know what I know now mm-hmm. and I'm so at peace over it. Yeah. You know what I hate when people mm. tell me like, you're not an addict. Don't say that. Like, <gasps> don't take
2: it away <gasps> the, from no, me. But, like, no, I know I am. It's like,
3: now I'm mm. going to list my credits <laughs> and you're going to feel exactly, real dumb. Yeah. yeah.
2: Cause that happens. Like people will be oh. like,
3: no, you were never that
1: bad. Oh my oh, God. You were never that And I'm like, no, but I was. But like, that's you what know? I mean when I say like, we, we, will be the most fucked up person in the room and no one will know because we're having
2: fun. It's always going to come down to being real, keeping it real, honesty, real with yourself, real with the people around you. Mm -hmm. Like keep it 100. And the thing is like when it comes to thinking about addiction, like you could be addicted to fucking like uh, buying sodas, like Mm. addiction changes. It looks different on different people. I was going to say
3: my, so it says uh, admitted we were powerless over alcohol. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I've substituted alcohol for so many yeah. <laughs> things, sugar, boys, yes. food, yep. Yep. exercise. Cause Throw I can, pillows, yeah. fucking rug. <laughs> Shopping. Like. I can feel when my disease is pivoting to something else and, and it's do going, do it's this disease. and you'll, yes. yes, do this and you will feel better. I do know this and you will feel calm.
1: Have a weird relationship with that. The idea of calling alcoholism or addiction, a disease, like, mm it's been proven that there is genetic Mm -hmm, like traits mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. variabilities, but I think, and and I'm not disagreeing with you. I also agree, but that's, it's not, I'm not right or wrong, but I think people and don't get mad at me. People use hmm. that word sometimes to blame, like to bl- shift blame. Like, it's not me, it's my disease. I can disease. see how you oh. would look at it like that, like and how if it's people like, can say that. It, it's my disease that made me suck that Uber driver's dick and like...
3: Well, but that person isn't being honest with themselves, I would say. Mm. In what way? Like Because like, I would never... disease made me do I've it. never blamed alcoholism like i know,
2: know
1: you that, knew it like, was you at the core
3: yeah i mean i know it comes down to choice like again
2: mm-hmm, like i mm-hmm. so can
1: I'm making, you choose the disease
2: the disease for me is the fact that i can't stop like even in mm. knowing and seeing that that's for me right like where i'm like the disease came into play when i was like even knowing having all the information all of the facts that i did this I and i did that did this i thing. still went forward Isn't and i still just, like, crave
1: addiction
2: but that's, it's addiction disease. and a disease. You know what okay. I mean? Like, I think when people think of disease, like, you think about, like, something you can see on a body. Or, like,
1: can't get rid of yeah. without I can't help. get rid of it. I yeah. literally
2: can't. Like, I'm like, yeah. I know it's there. I feel it. My um, drunken personality was named Bobby. <laughs> and I feel <saw> Bobby chilling. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, sure. what's that Bobby Or something like, you'll good? say
3: something that's kind of like Bobby. or like, oh, Ooh, oh, oh, yeah. that was a Bobby thought, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. But it's also disease of, like, perception. Like, Mm-hmm. so much of my problem is my perception. Like I can take a smirk from someone and I can turn that mm. into a million different mm. novels.
1: So uh, were you the one that told me that too of like uh – yeah, something about perception. I forget what it w- was that you had told me about, but like, oh, you can't take things personally ever.
3: Yeah, that's, well, this is getting to a different thing, but I, have mm. you guys read The Four Agreements? Have you heard of that book? I
2: have. I haven't read it yet. It's
3: so good. It's like four agreements you make with yourself, and one of them is never take anything personally, mm. good because or it, bad. i buy then, this
2: book right now on Amazon.
3: Because oh, it's so good. Because then you're letting
1: someone yeah. else's literal point of view affect yeah. the way you View the world, yeah. and like that can go for anything. Like I know, like a lot of people in relationships who get like cheated on or something, it then becomes like, taint, it taints their view of love. Yep. And mm-hmm. you can't let someone else's action mm-hmm. fuck up your world view of this other well, instance. And the other for the rest one, of eternity.
3: The other amazing ones is um, be impeccable with your word. Oof, yeah. words are magic, words and are you things. use them for good or evil. Yes. How, how many of us have been like, oh, I'm fat. Yeah. Or, Ooh, I'm ugly. Like, your body and brain hears that, hears right. that yeah. you right. associate mm-hmm. and brand right. yourself mm-hmm. as fat or ugly mm. and you just start broadcasting that energy, whether or not yeah. you know it or not. Mm-hmm. I heard
1: something really interesting about the word fat the other day that like we as a society, like, Oh,
3: like it's not a bad yeah, word. Yeah, Like fat yeah. people
1: will say like, I'm fat and I'm like proud. Like call me
3: fat. Yeah. Right.
1: Like call me fat. Cause that's what I am. It's when you say like you're overweight. Well, or like, oh. like you're Some a group don't like person.
2: Plus, don't, oh, what do you mean? I'm sorry. Like,
1: like we've given the idea that fat also equals unhappy, mm-hmm. rude, yeah, yeah. dirty somehow. Yeah. Like when yeah. it's once like you're
3: thin, you'll feel right. better. You'll yeah. feel when most better thin
1: people can be dicks, I'm just gonna Every leave that thing. there. Yeah. Um, okay. I want to touch a little bit on. I don't want to use the word AA, but like that's the only program that I'm I know to be uh, mainstream, like Alcoholics mm-hmm. Anonymous. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people feel a little intimidated by program or AA because mm-hmm. they feel like there's these rules like yeah. there's literally steps and yeah. like there's there's like posters that hang on the wall that's yeah. like you in order to be here you kind of blew my mind because you were like no the only rule to going to AA is you have a desire, desire. to quit yeah. Drinking. Yeah. you don't even have to quit drinking no yeah. you just have to have a desire to mm-hmm. quit mm-hmm. and people think that there's these rules like you can't be drunk like you can't drink mm-hmm. and also go to AA you mm-hmm. can't um sure you can't uh what's another one like you have to believe in god yeah. and admit your uh, let go power to god but like do people or can people do a program and like not believe in god yeah there's like, like a
3: whole chapter about atheists in in the program yeah but i will say that so i will say when i went into the rooms i was uh, uh so turned off I did not feel comfortable. I didn't like the word God. Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't like people being in my business. I didn't like people asking for my phone
1: number. number. Hugs. I'm like,
3: you're not genuine. You're just doing this because you were told to. Mm. I had all these suspicions and paranoias. And I just kept going Mm -hmm. because I heard something from a speaker or someone sharing that I was like, okay, I do relate to that. Or like, okay, I do want to that yeah. and i just kept going and then like now it's like i know that the program for me is a spiritual journey yes. mm-hmm. i do have a god now like mm-hmm. i have a higher power that can be anything, anything. you want right. it's not yeah. the catholic church it's not whatever it's not a big man in the sky yeah it's it's just could something bigger than it could be a
2: snickers bar yeah humanity.
3: it could be the <laughs> thing that connects us all and like yeah. positive energy because i can make more of that any time I choose, mm-hmm. by complimenting someone or helping someone it's or whatever.
0: Disgusting.
1: He's like such a good person. I know. It's
0: I'm beautiful. Not, I'm beautiful. not. No, I'm, I'm <laughs> trying. But, but it makes I'm you that.
1: Like, but that's
2: what's cool is that like you're trying, right? Like, and we're trying. And I think that when you go sober, that's all it is. That you're just trying to be a better human. You're yeah. trying to show up for right. life, and like all that you're created to be. You're just trying to you show hit the up.
1: Nail on the head. And I, I know I said up. I wasn't going to talk too much about myself, but we're already like an no, hour. No, this is changing. good. I mean, but like should be talking. But like. The showing up to life. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. But be present imagine for it.
1: Imagine what you could get done. Like if you sh- chose to show up to like that, that fight or mm-hmm. that hard conversation mm-hmm. or that, um you know, confrontation with a loved one or to yourself, like mm-hmm. imagine having the, And I'm going to say bravery, because like, for uh, me, that's what it feels. It's about
3: removing fear. It's Mm -hmm. about
1: removing that fear. And to me, it has always been masked by alcohol. It Mm -hmm. has taken away that fear. Mm -hmm. And so, like, in a way, I have definitely felt, like, less than as a person. Like, maybe I'm not as strong as I've been playing off to believe this whole time because I've been hiding this, like, very big feeling of fear yeah. of like what's going to happen if I quit drinking? Like will people not think I'm going to sunny Will they not think I'm I like- think
2: you're saying all these things. You have to really take a step back and really listen to yourself. Mm. Like you are telling yourself what
3: to do. You know what to do
2: already. I know, That's bitch! That's the
3: crazy I part. Know. I have a friend exactly like her. I yeah. got sober and then like we used to be party buddies all the time. We'd party yeah. together mm-hmm. and she's like, I know I need to too. I'm just not ready yet. It's, she says some of the exact same things but that come I'm, out of your mouth.
1: I was like 30 days. I just am like clearly 30 days still.
0: is it's Amazing. huge. Congratulations. But like, I, first what of I, all. I mean like, is like huge.
1: something feels different this time. Like I've done what you, we've talked about where it's like, oh, yeah. I'm going to go 60 days to like prove yeah. to myself that mm-hmm. I can or like, oh, it's a health thing, it's mm-hmm. a New Year's mm-hmm. thing, like whatever. Yeah. But something about this time feels so fucking different and i truly think it's because i'm more removed from an audience like i don't feel like i'm performing anymore i'm in like a healthy relationship i have a really great job i like have an outlet for my feelings with therapy yeah i've never felt the most me as i have in these last 30 days definitely like take every day
2: at as a time you know what yeah. I mean like <laughs> don't think about your whole life like I can never do it again I'm, I don't know what's gonna happen like just focus on today Yeah. yeah. and just for today just say no one more time right. that's what I always say if at least just one more time say no because when you mm. look I go
1: at it bed. in a grand scale if you look at it as like I'm never drinking again I would fucking grab a bottle oh my God. right now and have a glass
2: my um my friend Beth Ditto who was, was the lead singer of the gossip oh she my was telling God. Me how, like, she's amazing so, so I love her she's, I will she's <laughs> yeah. amazing she was telling me that she has a friend who was like 40 years sober and she asked him like how do you feel to, Like being sober for so long and he was like like I need a drink and it was <laughs> yeah. so funny because yeah. to me I was like that's so real because you
1: really can't think of it as long term like you I, I love what like, you said like today I'm sober
2: today I'm sober yeah
1: and like I've been tempted and like yes. I've wanted to drink and I but feel like
2: we're all really forgiving too like if something mm-hmm. would happen you were to fall off, like just get back on yeah like, I love what t- you
1: said yeah. because you were like Kelsey I don't give a fuck i like,
3: not in a mean way I just
2: I don't no, care
1: yeah, if you like, drink or if not you drink like great like I'm happy for Mm -hmm. you I'm not like riding this way with you it really is like a singular journey and I think that's another thing worth pointing out to the audience is like if you're gonna do it you really have to do it for yourself Oh, it it won't work
2: I'm sorry like do you feel like you kind of can't afford to like sometimes I'm like I'm here if you want to listen I'm down to go to I go to meetings with people if this is your first meeting I'll go with you but a lot of times I'm like look I'm up to here in the water and I'm just like swimming and I can't I can lift you up to get some air but I can't hold Hold you you up so I'm like yes I can be a support and i can keep checking on you but i can't do it every single day you have to start your boyfriend can tell
1: you all day long yeah i'm not saying mine did i'm, I'm just trying to relate to the audience jared <laughs> doesn't think i whatever this is <laughs> important. your boyfriend can tell you all day long you need to go you have a drinking yeah. problem you have this but, but like y- again you have to do the work you can't you also go to a sober friend and be like make me sober now like yeah you can lead a horse to water but yeah. truly uh <laughs>
3: You can't make a drink, yeah. which is a really funny yeah. metaphor for this situation. <laughs> um, um,
1: I wanna. We had one. We had a couple fan questions, but I can only remember one. And honestly, we're okay. going for now in an fifteen minutes, so I don't want to keep you guys here Do forever. you want to talk about, about how I'm
2: not in the program, but I'm still doing? Yeah, it, well, it, so? I was
1: gonna give you the opportunity to also kind of talk about like what you mean now by sob- like what sobriety is to you. For me, is yeah, it, like I, I love drinking. the program, and I think
2: everybody, if you're considering it, to definitely try to consider. Well, any, I or, thought
1: that's why I brought two different yes, opinions
2: on. And I love it, and I'm. All about it, and I think that I, um, I'm like I like to check in with it for me, sure. Because I'm like sometimes I'm like oh I'm not in that space, and sometimes I'm like I need to be more forgiving of myself. Exactly you know for what I mean? you,
1: you're like if I, go, I stop going to meetings, I start drinking.
3: It's um, the program is like my mental gym. Like I go to the gym, mm. I try to go to the gym every day. Mm. I, I go to a meeting every day. So you're gonna meet every single day? Every, every single day. day. Wow,
2: I love that. It's beautiful. Yeah. Right. And I have
3: commitments at them and I sponsor people. Yeah. And now my sobriety is about upkeep, but it's like about helping other people, like helping other people. Yeah. Uh, and that's, what's keeping, it keeps me sober. Yeah, And I
2: like, for me, like I, I'm like, if you get to know me, I'm like this, like spiritual, but like, and I'll hear like my spirits talk to me all the time about certain things. And that's what you're talking about voices. I'm like, no, my spirits, I can feel them and I can hear them and not in a schizo way, but in a way that is like a deeply spiritual Mm -hmm. thing. Um, so I feel really deeply connected to the earth here and deeply connected to my family here. mm -hmm. Um, and so for me, I don't want to taint that. I don't want to ruin that because I can feel the spirits are like, we're here and we're with you and we're helping you on your journey. Mm-hmm. Um, but don't fuck it up by having a drink because mm. then I can't. I, what I did hear, I would start to listen, hear other things. Do you know what I mean? And sure. I'm like, those are not the spirits that mm. I want to. Um, so for me, I'm super spiritual. I try to stay in a space of being calm and centered all the time. Um, Which is
1: impossible.
2: It is impossible, to right? To try and be confident all the time. Not like all the time. All the time right. But it's like, I'm like, go back to that space. That's the goal. It's like goal. to, to reconnect. To like, like, do you meditate? Like, do you meditate? Yeah, I meditate. I like talk to myself a lot. Not sure. Like, um, That's kind of praying. I check in. It is. I pray all the time. But yeah. I check in with myself. Like I'll be really anxious about something. Be like whoa, like,
3: why? And I'm yes, I'm like, what's wrong? What, yeah, exactly. You go to yeah. What are we doing? What's going on? What's going on? Instead, it's,
1: I would normally be like, I need a glass of wine. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. it's so, so beautiful. Down. You yeah. what
3: you so drinking and drugs used to be the tool that I picked up. Mm-hmm. Now I have calling sober friends, yeah. talking to God, oh, yeah. meditating, yeah. taking a nap, eating yeah. a snack, going to a meeting. <laughs> yep. I have so Checking many other, yeah, just going, why? Like, Or am I just mm-hmm. uncomfortable right now yeah. and be uncomfortable? And then keep it real with yourself. Yeah. And you know nothing lasts forever. Mm-hmm.
2: So,
1: mm-hmm. curls, when you say, sobriety yes what does that mean to you so for
2: me as we talked about before and this is probably where a lot of other sober people would come for me because they're like then you're not fucking sober but i um started to recognize that i was dealing with depression and anxiety and i kind of and the way that i came to this conclusion was that i found old journals of myself when Mm. i was a young kid and all these things all these thoughts of me being like yeah i guess i could die tomorrow like it's fine if i die like Mm. i was like oh this has been a thing since you were really young wow And so I spoke to a lot of different people. I talked to my family. I talked to people that I really look up to. And I started to kind of um, do research on the effects of like magic mushrooms, magic shrooms. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm not saying that anybody should do this. Like, don't do this. Like, I'm so what I do is I'll take like a tiny, tiny, tiny little microdose. Microdose, Microdose. I'll put it in some tea. I'll have some tea. Um. It never makes me feel elevated any sort of mm-hmm. way. It never makes me change. It evens me out. Mm-hmm. So whereas before I was like, "Oh man, it would be really cool if I die tomorrow." Now I'm like,
1: "I actually don't want to die. I actually mm-hmm. like what enjoy a novel my life. idea." Yeah. Zach, you know what know do I mean? you think as a sober person who well, believes? This is no, the, I'm I'm oh, clearly putting you on blast. Like talk about how it's. Oh different, no, no, this you know but I mean? this is
3: what I love too. It's like it doesn't matter what I think, mm-hmm. right? It mm-hmm. does not matter it because yeah, he could walk into a meeting tonight, say that. And he would send four old men into cardiac arrest. (laughs) They'd comment on it. There's not so many cross talk. They'd talk about it. They'd come up to you after and they'd be like, you're not so – doesn't it doesn't matter. Cuz the thing to for you, me, you know, The what, thing for me is like I don't
2: want to be on a pill, on a man-made pill. Mm, like sure. I talked to my grandmother and she's like we come from an indigenous culture in El Salvador. We used to live at the bottom of a volcano. We are connected to the earth. And so for me, I'm like how do I medicate that? How do mm. I take care of my spirit and with that's something from the earth? To you. That's what makes sense yep. to you. Culturally, yeah. um spiritually, I respect it. I pray on it. I pray like um before i do it and after i do it i think it i have rules that i don't take it to go to parties i was gonna say I don't take do it you to ever
1: like, fear that you're gonna like no. spiral off of, of course, because into, i'm an addict right? right
2: and so i'm like it's but a slippery that, slope but that fear puts me on check that fear mm. of like going down is like you know how you get so then don't act in that
3: way and he, he you probably know what breaking your sobriety looks, looks like. Yes, and that's exactly. not it. And it's like, look, am I drinking two cups of tea instead of one? Exactly. Yeah. But look at this. Like,
2: I mean, the first time I ever got sick when I went sober, I had NyQuil and I was super sick. And I hit up my sponsor, I was like, I tasted the alcohol immediately in the NyQuil. Am I okay? And he was like, You're sick. It's fine. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> well, yeah. But then I, was, I could feel myself being like, Oh, oh, maybe I'll have, can I have NyQuil th- the a next loophole. Day. Do you know what I mean? But that's like, but that's the thing. Right. Yeah, you're but just I like, but I don't. But I don't like get mad at myself for taking NyQuil. And right. Don't so why get am I at getting mad? Why would I get sipping. mad at myself? For having a tea that literally came from the same ground that I came from, yeah, Yeah. and And a lot of people say that about
1: marijuana too. And I think, like, as doctors can recommend it now, exactly, as society shifts, we might also shift the conversation around what sobriety looks like to people. And I think right now, like in my life, to me, sobriety looks like no alcohol. I'm going to Burning Man next month. Will I maybe do molly or shrooms? Maybe. Will I still <laughs> consider myself sober? Absolutely, fucking Because to me, sobriety and and doing you, shrooms yes. would and if it led me to drinking I'd be like oh okay starting over sobriety that, now means no shrooms and no drinking
2: but the oh, thing is is that like for me you can't <laughs> you, you can't also you can't make excuses and right. that's the thing too that with this it is a medicine so like for example would you be taking a medicine that is helping you at a like a party or like at a club or well at a to me
1: like Burning Man is like not a festival as much as like it's a reconnection with the earth and like a grounding and a, a, an experience like I not thinking like fucking molly and go party in the desert like me and jared are taking it very like spiritually driven and we want to like connect on like a different level see the thing
2: with me is like i wouldn't take it at a festival like i wouldn't i would be like this is almost too holy for me to Mm. to do it at a festival and molly to me just sounds like
1: i'm i haven't decided if i'm gonna be sober for it there's aa meetings there and like there's meetings you can go to and i'm like oh i'll obviously go hit that up because i don't want to I don't feel like I'm going to even be. Most people don't drink there. Yeah. Because you're in the desert and you're hot and you don't want to get. No, a dehydrated. lot of people drink there. But really, I've there's never tons, been. Of, tons I've never been. of
3: alcohol. <laughs> there's tons of, there's whatever you want there. It's 75,000 people. You can have it a religious, uh, sober experience that you yeah. pray and go to the temple and cry, or you can fucking butt chug Molly <laughs> and yeah. get fucked
1: six yeah. ways from Sunday in a yeah. big orgy tent. Like, i'm definitely doing that
3: i think that what
2: you said too is that like the above the head if it elevates you in a certain way if it changes you you're not considered sober right i think that for for me microdosing levels my
3: brain out (laughs) i would challenge you to do this if you do (laughs) shrooms or molly reset your time why because already i can tell that you have like eagle around your time, and yeah, that's absolutely.
1: not. That's not what
3: sobriety is about.
1: Yeah,
2: it's
3: about making these changes but then and
1: Uncle being Curly honest. Can microdose mushrooms?
2: No, because I'm taking. I'm not. So my thing is, it's a t- It's this small. Yeah, right. And I'm taking it when I'm. Feeling like I want to die, uh-huh. and I'm taking it as a medicine to even me out. But can't I and consider
1: like a spiritual journey in the <laughs> desert? No, you're
3: doing this at a rave, like
2: at it's, a like festival. But
1: it's not right. But it is it's okay, supposed the to be the like closest a fucking. Thing I can
3: get to what you're talking about. Is I've had um, desire. I have not done it and will not do it but ayahuasca yeah. and that's like administered by like a, a shaman a, a shaman yeah. and like it's for this purpose of like reaching Higher, a different plane that's what I'm saying
1: but like but that's not burning I hate
3: to break it to you like that's not but your, like, your own religion, your you own religious shroom? experience yeah. Molly is not part of any yeah, and like shrooms to the yeah. extent of and I honestly don't know what I even think about his yeah. micro dosing because like a doc but that's my sobriety and yeah. I know mm-hmm. it's sticky it's a it's a sticky yeah. situation it's
2: gonna be go, like for me it goes down to like a cultural thing it goes down for and me and that's to not thing with me that, yes <laughs> for for me wait like, shrooms
3: aren't part of your Irish my heritage? Irish heritage
1: no but like for me I am curious and like biohacking and neuroscience and like mm-hmm. making myself the most uh, self-actualized yeah. version of myself. Mm-hmm. And especially like with mental illness, like you are hearing this stuff about microdosing, yes. helping with mm-hmm. like that. I actually
2: would be probably become an advocate for the magic mushroom. Oh, I, was, I, think I am. Cause it's like, it's so healing and it's yeah. changed my own mental um, like wavelengths, like way better than I, any therapy has ever done. Anything yeah. that uh, like people have like spoken to me, any meeting has done for me. Cause I'm like, it's connected certain things for me. I literally, if it's between me being like, I am sober, I'm off of everything or me not killing myself. Yeah. Or dying, being
3: psychotically depressed.
2: And why wouldn't I take what what the, do you works know what I mean? for you. And yeah. That,
1: that's what I mean is like, I think if I were to go and do it and do shrooms, it would be because I'm, Not trying to, like, party and have a good fucking time. Like, that gives me so much anxiety. The idea of, like, doing Molly and jumping around at a concert. No fucking way. But the idea of, like, deepening my meaning to life's purpose through Mushrooms to me sounds more like but you're
2: like keeping it real with yeah, you yeah please like, do if you were to be like look i'm gonna go out into the forest and i'm gonna be with my boyfriend who is like a kindred spirit a soulmate uh-huh, of yours yeah. like and you're gonna be like i just want to figure out some things for my spirit my heart my mind mm-hmm. we're gonna do a little bit of tea like together and just i would that's be like, what
1: i envision it being a burning man
2: no because then <laughs> it's literally like you're treating you're, you you want to enhance your experience I don't and know if that's true. You want to like party it up. Like, have you ever done I,
3: shrooms before?
1: When I was in high school, but I also drank on it and smoked weed, and so I don't. <laughs> smoking and I, weed on it, I think is pretty. A, it's I drove pretty, a car. You and dumb bitch. It felt like I was laying down. It felt like I was sure.
2: Talking. You have to remember that it is. It's a holy medicine. So you yeah. want to treat it with respect when you pray to it, when you talk to it, like mm. you want to treat it with respect. You don't want to do, you're not going to like, if you're like Catholic or Christian, you're not going to run around with like the blood, like the body of Christ, like at a church <laughs> a and cracker. be like, are you fucking hungry? Let's get some. <laughs> Let's like, go you, on the <laughs> same <laughs> trip. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. You're not going to munch down on yeah. it. You know, like you have to but treat then I it guess, with that most, like, the utmost like, respect.
1: But then like, I know we're going over time. So sorry, listeners. No, no, I'm not sorry. Um, you get like this is extra bonus. Um, but isn't that then like, Saying you're only able to do like a psychedelic like that if your intention is religious or spiritual.
2: It's not abusing it. It's not acting like an addict with it. I would
3: say in general, you should say that you don't drink alcohol. If you're going to do, I wouldn't say you're sober. If you're going to Mm -hmm. Burning Man once a year and doing mushrooms, to me, that's not sobriety. I like
1: the idea of saying I don't drink alcohol. I don't think I have this like connection to the word sobriety. I don't know that I ever will. I don't like saying it right now. I don't like saying that I'm sober. (laughs) You're laughing. Why are you laughing? No, I
3: don't know. I don't know. That was my instinct.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's not wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like I don't like saying that I'm sober. And it has nothing to do with the fact that I feel like a square or like not cool anymore because I've been active socially maybe more in these last 30 days than i ever have Mm -hmm. so it's not the idea of like sober people are are boring or fun i just don't connect to that word for some reason Mm -hmm. and i don't know if it's because i don't have enough time under my belt or like you know i think i'm gonna drink again like i truly don't know and i'm trying not to think of it for too long but the idea of identifying as a sober person i think maybe i do need to just say i don't drink Maybe that is, what but I you also to do. haven't come
2: to the conclusion yet of whether or not you're an, an addict. addict. So I then just you kind of have to do step one. I this you know is
1: crazy. You have one. so
3: much exploring in front
1: yeah, of you. I yeah, agree. and it doesn't you, feel, you feel you like hard work or like
3: you judging. Might get to crash your car still. <laughs> you know what I mean? You might get to fall off a scaffolding at Burning Man Which on high on shrooms don't. and you break your collarbone and go. Yeah, maybe I have a fucking problem. Yeah,
1: but I get like I guess I won't know. Like for me, I liked Coke too much, and I knew that, Damn, and I, I heart Coke. Quit. Oh,
3: Coke. Oh God. God, miss you, babe. You Just
1: kidding.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Don't <laughs> do you Coke. Yeah. yeah, but for me,
1: I was able to see that and go, "Whoa, Whoa yeah," and yeah. stop. Same with cigarettes. I would go. Ooh, I really like these, and I would able to cold turkey cigarettes, no problem, yeah. anytime I want. Yeah. I don't know what my maybe I do need to fall off a scaffolding at Burning Man. I would. am no. cancel clear. I didn't no, mean it like that. You I'm just said, but like, I you like if you, you think might that right. you might have
2: a problem, like that is so powerful, like. If you think you I probably don't know. are,
1: I, I know with alcohol, I have a problem, but people, period.
2: But look, I have so many friends that are like, oh, oh my God, after one drink, I'm done. You, like, they Can't know really. that. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, I think.
1: I think I still need to, like, know what my relationship is like to you, mushrooms.
2: Do you ever get into <laughs> a space where you talk to people who are, like, trying to figure out if they're an addict or not? Oh, and you just want yeah. to be like, bitch, you're fucking addict. Yeah, <laughs> like,
1: yeah. Question do number you two. Think I'm an yeah, addict? Yeah. I know it doesn't matter.
2: I think it's, like, not PC or not correct to tell somebody that. Uh, no, but I'm I asking
1: as a friend. Never,
3: I, I will say what I said again. If you're if you're wondering so, anything, yeah, you I'm an addict. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean alcohol like yeah. alcohol, I an addict. agree yeah, I would yeah. agree with yeah. you um, that I Have you ever have taken a the test?
1: What's the test? Yeah, the 10 question too. test? <laughs> no. <laughs>
3: oh, yeah. you got it. Should I do it? Test. What is it? It used to be the test like um that hospitals i think would give people oh, I'm gonna to, do to see if they we're, were problem drinkers. Oh shit. And go. Oh, I'm oh. not going to. If you say yes to one you are. Yeah. yeah. Or it's <laughs> like if it's one you might be, it's like two you are, three you need to seek Help. treatment yeah. okay, like I'll immediately. Yeah.
2: Um, I tell some friends I'm like I have friends that I'm like yes. Okay. Oh,
3: oh, I like in my head. Like oh. I'm constantly going like a I am not, like, <laughs> not not a I'm not Latina
2: mother. I'm like babes. I'm telling you from one addict to another. You are in great company. Yeah. You're an addict. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. No, I
1: think that there's something the ego removal that both of you are so like hitting nail on the head too. that. Like, well, my life has become
3: so unfathomably great mm-hmm. that I can't deny that it's, it's been a, a huge
1: And that's kind of why in the very beginning I said like age to me does kind of matter in this conversation because I know like in the AA book there's like story of like 16 year olds talking about how they got sober and da, 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 da. But I I feel like with age came wisdom for me. And like, I don't know if five years, you know, maybe two or three years ago, clearly I knew I always had a problem, but like I was so against like, admitting that there was a problem because i was just in my 20s i was just fucking having fun everyone went through this yeah and like i think there is something with you know depending on when you go through your uh relationship with alcohol alcohol that isn't normal that's where you are like confronted with am i which could happen though
3: at 18 24 28 Forty-one. Right. Yeah. I see these people who are forty-five with mm-hmm. six days sober because yeah. mm-hmm. they lost their kids in a mm-hmm. cutscene. You know, it's like mm-hmm. it's whenever you hear the mess. It's called gift of desperation. Where I go mm-hmm. and it's like, or God, mm-hmm. you know, you you start to see, you know. Yeah. Okay.
1: okay. I want to do a fan question because fan this question? is going to be a six hour podcast. Not that I'm <laughs> mad at it, but I know listeners probably like, what the fuck is going on? Okay. <laughs> there was one fan question. Well, there was a couple, but I only remember one. And I think her name was like Ashley Marie6969. Oh, go ahead. And she Ashley was Marie. like, Am I allowed to be sad that I miss my friend's funness around? Them getting sober. So who's she's sober. She's sober. Her friend got sober. She misses her friend, misses her friend being like, fun. Am I allowed to feel sad that I've missed this, like, you're like you said, lo- com- you're, camaraderie?
2: You're allowed to feel whatever you want to feel. I'm, I guess I'm confused who's the sober one? The
1: friend? The friend is or the sober one. the person one. asking the question. The person asking the question is not sober. She misses she,
3: her drunk gal pal. She misses oh, her drunk gal okay, pal. Okay. And she was
1: like, Am I allowed to be sad that my friend got sober?
3: Absolutely. Of course. Yeah. mourn Mourn that version of your friend but exactly. your friend is going through something mm-hmm. and needs to go through this thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And
2: also if you can't relate to them outside of that drinking, maybe thing, they're not friends. Then maybe y'all aren't are yeah.
3: friends. Yeah. You your, your, I mean? your party girlfriend, I promise is out there. Another yes, version of her. I, you know? And I
1: think this is also like a good learning opportunity for her to, to examine that friendship mm-hmm. and be like, why am I so fearful of losing a friend that can also get drunk and like be my wingman And like, do Molly with me and like dance. Like are, what are you afraid of? And if it's losing a person that will be reckless, then like, can you still be a reckless sober person or do you like stop being a dumbass when you,
3: I mean, I, I like, I I still do dumb things. Me too. I actually had
2: echoes of my, behaviors go into my sobriety and and I, that I didn't realize until I just aged more. But mm. sure. I was like, oh, that's That's that remnant yep. of who that person was. Like and I still had to like I was still hurting people around me. I was still doing things that I didn't Like acting compulsively. Yes, I didn't realize it you don't become like this oh, What's no, great? Oh or, God. Which is actually what I hate when sometimes people think, are they like, "You're sober that you're suddenly you like, like you're, like you're holier than that," yeah. or like they, they kind of put you on a pedestal, and I'm and like, like no, "I'm still so very human. I'm fucking up left yes. and right, babe. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> I'm yeah. just not drunk while I'm
3: doing yeah, it. Exactly. Yeah, and you I'm kind capable
1: of, like, of fucking up without the alcohol. Yeah, <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> we're actually objectively worse than you guys now because at least you have an excuse. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, if we do dumb shit, we're just idiots. It's just us. Yeah. We can't blame that alcohol."
2: It'll always go back. That's so cute. <laughs> I think it'll always go back to just find new friends. Yeah. Like, wherever you are in your life. Like, my friends, I have friends that I'm like, do you guys want to go plant shopping? Like, bug yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Do you want to go look at cute little toilet uh, handles at Home Depot? Bug Did yeah. Did you lose like,
1: friends when you guys got sober? Yes. It, they, it
2: just all changed. Everything changed. Ugh, I lost so many friends. Because I'm from the L.A. I'm from the L.A. downtown queer scene. Sure. So, like, that's where I, my come up was. So, it wasn't
1: like, like you lost friends. It was like, you just didn't have... Things in common with people. Yep.
2: You, exactly. You're just you're awake earlier. Yeah. <laughs> you go
3: to bed earlier. And you're in bed earlier. Yeah. Yeah. I, exactly. I'm not gonna lie.
1: I'm loving being sober. Not oh. drinking alcohol.
3: <laughs> well, you're sober right now. I'm so sober right now. Yeah, tr- I've been sober for sober 30 days. Dream. Yeah, write yeah. it. Congrats. It's huge. Dude, shut up. I, I'm so serious. I know. i fucking with I would both of these people. These are my good friends. Six months were my emotions were. All, All over, over the place. place, rageful for no reason. Yes. Like anger would me come, too. and I'd be. Like,
0: sex
2: okay. better sober. Oh, I sucked at sex, but sober and drunk.
1: So. <laughs> I will. I will say, like, I had. You sucked at sex.
2: I wait. Did you want to? Well, I was
3: just gonna say, like, my <laughs> I had had sober sex probably five times. I've never too. Had yeah. in my life. For me the first too. time. The and then, mind. so getting sober, it's like, oh, I'm fucking this person. Like, yeah, you're you're there you're present there's no numbing this no yeah. how many times did you go on a date with a guy and you're like oh this guy's annoying and then by drink four you're like, your you're like i'm a boyfriend sex. like yeah. Yeah. i love him we're yeah. different yes. but we're gonna make it work yeah nowadays like i go on that date and i leave after the first hour always oh, this same. funny
1: when you were drunk too because like, I, I feel like your whips she's quick isn't he She's so funny am i you're very
3: quick okay well i did fear that i would not be funny anymore because you know coked out and some shots of tequila oh you're the fucking light of the goddamn party but like now like around drunk people i am lightning fast and
1: they're laugh at anything because they're drunk
3: and as a stage i'm a comedian as a stage performer Mm -hmm. i can read a room so much better sober Mm. yeah i
1: can pick up Mm -hmm. on the energy
3: of Everybody. Do you talk to drunk people? I can't. <laughs> I mean, I do until I want, and they go, "I'm gonna go some. I, I'm done with this conversation." Yeah. Well, because I'm like an empath, and I'm like, I pick up all these sure, energies. And sure, so sure, I'm
2: sure, like, sure. I can't. I'm so sorry. Like, I'm just, I'm out. Well, do you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do
1: you feel like you've, when like getting sober, I feel like, uh, it's. Do, would you consider it a selfish act because you do need to focus on yourself?
2: That's the best part. I remember when I was first there, like my sponsor was like. In sobriety, you come first, you come second, and you come third. Like you mm. have wow. to be that person. Because like, I love me. I, oh, and more it's, time dude, with me is my is,
1: dream. Sobriety is the
3: best
2: yeah.
1: gift
3: I've ever given myself.
1: Yeah, agree. Mm.
3: Mental, physical, yeah. spiritual
2: mm. clarity. It gets you out of everything too. Do you ever I don't know, this is me. I'm like, I can't go to that party. Like, I'm so It's a little trend. <laughs> like, don't go. It's and it's true, I'm not yeah. lying. But, but it's like I don't. Hey, I don't want to go to the party, go, but because yeah. and then true, it's it is dangerous for me. Being honest, sure. And it's just like, look, I. Being honest, I'm just yeah. being honest with myself. Well, yeah,
3: the honesty thing is great because I won't even say like, oh, it's because of my I'm wearing LJ. I'm just like, uh, that's not for me. But thanks for the invite.
1: You're really good at. Um, oh, uh, I'll be
3: uncomfortable for Sandra a second. King compliments.
1: Oh yeah. Zach can get things fucking. The, I I oh, can never no. imagine being mad at him because he's, he's so says, good at it. Do I do it you? We, no, not you to have, me. Okay. I see you just the you I just I like watching you. Okay. I've I you're pretty
2: girl like giggle. Tendon. Like like oh. it's cute giggle that <laughs> I have, like, ugly, like, why? Like, no, ha-ha. no, no. But, like, you, no, have no, but, like you're, you have cute, my cousin Simara has cute girl giggle, and I always used to look at my cousin and be like, Simara, why she's so cute. No,
1: <laughs> I literally want to make both y'all laugh a soundtrack on this. No,
2: but oh. he, you have, like, sweet. I'm, like, like not going to laugh. You're so no. cute. Uh- you have, like, touch your forearm type giggle.
1: <laughs> oh stop <laughs> um okay both of you i love both of you yes. love so you much i honor
2: both of your journeys too like both of what Same. you're doing is so incredible you're all in your own path like it is really hard to yes. figure out what it, as long as you stay healthy stay a good person mm-hmm. like be the best version of yes. you and oh yourself and keep moving like yes, no girl, one can off. take away from your journey no matter where keep you going. are you yes. know what i
1: mean speak on it
3: don't settle for a good life when you could have a great life. Yes. Damn.
1: Mm-hmm. You look at me so hard when you say these things.
3: I just I think it's insane uh who you are. I'm I bow down to you and your work. I'm serious.
1: <laughs> Take <laughs> the compliment.
3: I I can't. You are you're unbelievably talented <laughs> and yes. funny All and right. beautiful.
1: We're done. And um, crazy- guys, we literally we just laughed. The is it going? Yeah, we laughed the the batteries out of yeah, the we did. Zoom. We talked for so long. I kept trying to end the podcast that the batteries literally just. Okay, wait. Let us wrap up so we can go have a key. Why room. is
3: your mic fucking like that? What? It's oh. like up like a, <laughs> like a ice cream
1: cone. Because con. I, <laughs> <laughs> I sat
3: up.
2: Okay. An Anyways,
1: <laughs> I I want to plug both of your shit. Yes. Um, curly. Tell people to watch Vida and you.
2: Um, so you can find me at the Curly V Show online on Instagram. Um, I'm also on BuzzFeed's Better Like, which is their Ooh, Latino cool. channel. Um, and then I'm on, uh, well, I, I was on and hopefully we'll be back for for uh,
1: Vida on, on Star. So cool. And Zachary, where can people come find you? Because if you like me, you're going to like Zach. Yes. And honestly, we have some secret, secret, secret stuff in the works we that we do. can't tell anyone about. And so you better get used to in a space.
3: Yeah, but it's uh, Zach Noe Towers at and if you're Twitter ever Instagram.
1: In LA, you should go to some of your comedy shows because yeah. you yes. open for actually Curly. Do you know who this woman is?
3: Oh, Sofia Nino de Rivera. Maybe? She's a she's a huge stand-up com- uh, comedian in Mexico. Sorry, oh,
2: that was amazing. assumptive because You're my friend, I would never be like <laughs> I know, like, but like yeah. I just realized how that
1: sounded.
2: <laughs> like, but um, yeah, she's doing her she's first show
1: Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> Love her. And it's like when I try and set up my gay friends. I'm like, you're gay, you're gay, yeah, great. you're gay, yeah. you're
2: perfect. <laughs> I think it's less <laughs> offensive because it's you and you're my friend. But yeah, anybody fair. else, I would yeah. have been like, uh, if I had just uh, met you, I'd be like, this girl, yeah, this, this is bitch. Is <laughs> bitch.
1: Uh, but go see your shows because you're very funny. Yeah. I love mm. both of you. Thank you so much for being so vulnerable. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're Thank doing you the Lord's having work. Us. Thank you, yeah. um, Thank guys, you for
2: giving us both the space as well.
1: Oh my god. Any fucking time you guys want to come back. Now that we have a home
0: studio, let's talk about dick next time.
1: Oh my god. nothing I would like We need three hours. Can
3: we talk about, like, gay sex
1: for an episode? Yeah. Great. We talked about gaping holes in this (laughs) one. Barely. Not enough if you ask me. Um, Don't forget to rate this on iTunes. Rate it all the stars. If it's not five, please don't rate it because I'm too sensitive. Um, You can follow us on Twitter and uh, Instagram at ConfidentlyPod. Don't forget to write in your email questions at podcast at gmail.com. And we're so close to 10,000 followers, so if you can, like, recommend a few friends... Um, I can do another giveaway. I can show you my titties. Um, Ooh, Zach will show titties. you his gaping hole. Curly I'll show, will show you, anything you his want. titties. Whatever you guys I'll follow, need. so
3: that's one closer. Same.
1: You're not following? I meant. What? I- the fuckery. <laughs> You're not following! <laughs> There's no way he's following. Wait, guys. To, to be
2: fair, I was going to because I saw that your last podcast was really cool. So it I was, it like, was yeah. really cool.
1: And like if you guys like more like this where it's just friends chilling on the couch, let me know. But I definitely do like having doctors and, and scientists and stuff to to talk about new subjects. So um thank you so much. I love you all. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>